ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to Podcast Jules. My name is Michael Dean. I'm a little moist, a little overexcited, but uh, you know we haven't been on this show in quite a while, so I'm just happy to be back. Joining me today, uh, Mr. Ant Pooh. Sir, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I was out doing some shopping yesterday, and I almost had my deliveredness tested. Um, there was some. There was looked like two Latinos going at it in Costco, and I'm sitting there hearing them spew these racial slurs at each other. And I'm like, okay, yeah, here's my chance to step up and and you know be an ally. But then I was confused because I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, both of y'all me- look like y'all Mexicans. This seemed like a Latino on Latino crime. And then the white woman revealed herself to be white. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was ready to be like, yo, you can't. And then the Mexican man was like, shut your redneck ass up. I was like, nah, you don't need me to hold your nuts. You got this. Go ahead. So then I went into World Star Hip Hop and was like, ooh, he clout your ass. And then she looked at me and I looked at her like, yeah, I think you know better. And then she walked off. So that was the best I can give. Wow. You actually said that? Yeah. Wow. Like, you know, you know, I ain't got no, what the fuck was she gonna do to me? Well, I mean, I'm it's not what she's gonna do. Y'all just, man, I, I, that's a lot. That's a little much for for men for men to be doing. But hey, well, I mean, she needed <laughs> she needed to be clown for her racism. She did. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. It's crazy out here in the streets. I thought it was doing Hispanics to hold their own nuts, though. Hey. Okay. <laughs> well, that voice you heard, uh, Mister Gun Training, Mister as as um, as uh, Sean Christopher would 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 cape for would say. Here we Q, go. Q was right, right? <laughs> Shout out to Sean, uh, Mister Q Storm, sir. How are you? I am as exhausted as a field slave. Explain, please. Well, let's put it this way. First level firearms is on its COVID, COVID spike upswing. We have had a surge in business. I've probably taught 20 classes in the last two weeks. Mm. Plus taking on a new job, uh, selling gun protection. Selling gun protection. Well, uh, weapon protection, insurance, for, for one of a better term. Legal Inter- protection. Okay, okay. Explain that. We, see, if you drop a gun on the ground, you, you insure the gun. <laughs> drop a gun. If you drop a gun on the ground, your ass needs to take more classes. Well, I know you give an insurance. Like you get your ass whooped and they take the, take the gun from you. <laughs> no, I work for the... Because uh, video, video ain't been doing shit since March. Mm. So I was like, hey, my brother still got to work. Got to bring put food on the table. So I took a job. I didn't expect to get the job, but uh, selling legal protection for the United States Concealed Carry Association. So okay. you can find yourself having to defend yourself with any a weapon of opportunity, which means any weapon you can get your hand on, whether it's a can of beans, a knife, a golf club, or most likely a gun. Wow, was that like a a, a Mexican uh, slight there? I don't know. I, I love some beans. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat the hell out of can of... I'll eat... Uh oh, I think we lost Q. Uh, Q, you still there? Uh oh. Yes, I'm here. Oh, there you go. You you dropped out a, a little bit, but I heard you say you like beans. 
But also, oh, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations on your new business endeavors. Uh, you know, the gun training. As we see, I know, I'm sure you've seen all these, you know, this video that has come out of uh, these people that's brandishing weapons. We had the couple, a mm-hmm. uh, white couple who came out their house uh, with the weapons uh, drawn on the uh, to black, yeah. black Lives Matter people. What now? See, I've gotten two different. I don't know. It's biased reporting or not, but I I got the impression that someone uh, breached their property. In which case, I'm not mad at them. But if they if they just came out pointing guns at people walking by in a public area, no, nah, they need to go down for that. Yeah, so, I, actually, I've seen a, I've seen a picture where it looked like there was some kind of fence or something that looked like it was mangled or busted open. Yeah, I posted that on the Discord. Oh, okay, that's right from you. So, I mean, I'm, I'm asking your your uh, you know expertise, uh, insight. If something like that was to happen, where somebody pushed your gate open or bent your gate or whatever, would you recommend that you come outside brandishing weapons? I'll say this: as gun owners, just because we can do something under the merits of the law doesn't mean you should. So, no, I would advise against it. But if your state has a uh, castle doctrine or stand your ground, if someone breaches your property, you have the right to defend yourself with a firearm. Does that mean you should come out there like Bonnie and Clyde? No, not at all. So I would advise against that in any way, shape or form. If they come across your threshold into your house, you know, you got to do God's work then. But other than that, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Okay. Yeah, it just seemed like it was rather rather dangerous. Uh, the lady had her. She had like well, I don't know what she had. Some some kind of pistol or something or handgun. It looked like a it looked like a revolver to me. All right. It looked like to me from the picture she had her hand on the trigger. And again, I don't yeah. know if that's the proper thing to be. Nope. Okay. Nope. 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 Yeah, she was ready for smoke. Because if she had swung it toward if she had swung it towards her husband accidentally and flinched, he's gone. And then what did he have? He had his. Machine gun or something? Yeah, some kind of long right. It looked like a rifle. Yeah, this they have hilarious memes. Bet <laughs> <laughs> you they do. <laughs> they clowning the hell out. But did you see the story about the? Um, I just saw this one this morning about the white woman and her husband who ah uh, oh she pulled uh, the gun out on the black lady or in the parking lot or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. Another one. Yeah, they got, she got arrested. A, she, they got arrested. Just get your ass in the car. Okay, and there you go. If she had my insurance, she wow. would have financial pro- <laughs> She would have she would be financially protected from having to defend herself in court. Now, so but, uh, so if she okay, so I think and I want to say that they were charged with like a felony or something. So you saying your insurance would give her lawyers to fight that felony charge? Even though she's obviously guilty of it, but well, I'm not gonna say obviously. Well, everyone has a right to a defense. Well, well for sure, but I'm well, just asking you questions. So everyone, your your def, your this service would would that insurance would pay for her legal fees? Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. She right. could hire. She could use one of our attorneys, or if she has her own attorney, she if she already has an attorney, uh, not a public attorney, but her own private attorney, then mm-hmm. we would reimburse her for those charges, or we would pay the attorney directly. Now, let me ask you a question about that's very interesting. So. If I was a legal gun owner, I assume this is all only for legal gun owners. No, it's for anyone. It's for oh. you. Don't, you don't. I mean, oh, you don't I have to be a legal gun owner. 
you don't have to be legal anything. You you can def- anyone is allowed to defend themselves legally or illegally. You're probably gonna lose in court. <laughs> well, okay, so that's, that's what I'm asking. So let's say they stole the gun, mm-hmm. but they got in a situation where they felt like they had to defend themselves, right? And right. they shot and killed somebody. So you're right. saying that just because they are paying their insurance fee, whether or not they got the gun legally or not, you guys are going to step in and help them out. Okay, maybe I misspoke when you put it that <laughs> way. You put the shit that way. <laughs> let, me t- let me tell you what our mantra is. We will provide protection for any act of self-defense using any legal weapon of opportunity. Okay. Now, I'm not, I don't want to get you gassed out now. Uh, I don't Here we go. Well, that's what I'm just saying. I don't, if, if, if you're a boss or somebody in here and it's like, what is this nigga? Who? You know, who is he work for? Who is he under? He out here spewing out all kind of shit. Well, I, then I, that's when I would say, well, I, I've only been working for three weeks. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Oh, did I say that wrong? Was that wrong? Wow. Wow. No, 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 for real. No. Any legal, lethal, any lethal weapon of opportunity, as long as the self-defense is can is perceived to be legal. Interesting. If you're a felon and you steal a gun, no, we're not gonna provide insurance. Oh, okay. So do you do you guys do that type of check to see if they're a felon or something? Uh well, I can't really answer that question, but if someone breaks into your house. We will send the, we will send an attorney to you. The attorney will ask the questions, and if if you got some fuckery going on, then that's the then basically you said you got some fuckery going on. The fact that you paid all these monthly payments or not, we ain't fucking with you. <laughs> Let me stop before I blow up your stuff. Um, anyway, uh, we 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 would be remiss and uh, actually very serious, and we want to shout out uh, Afro Nerd. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Captain Kirk. Uh, passing. Uh, I saw a picture. Maybe it was Daryl B who posted it. it. Looked like it was like a, a funeral or something. Uh, oh, man. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was. It was something. It had uh, Captain's picture up. Uh, he had a memorial service. Maybe it was the memorial. I'm it sorry. was a Zoom. A Zoom service. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, man. Uh, salute to that brother, man. Surely missed. Uh, I assume it was, uh, you know, sudden and people didn't really know outside of maybe him and his family, but I certainly <clears throat> was shocked to see that news and just, man, it, it makes you remember, man, life is short, can, you know, come at it was, any time. Yeah. It was eerily reminiscent of what uh, happened to our brother. Sean, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, he had a heart condition that he never spoke to anyone about. Mm. Ooh, yeah, man, that's... Uh, like I said, my heart goes out to Afroner, man. That's a that's a that's a big loss. All right, all right. Um, well, let's keep it moving. And shout out to Big Sexy. He's not here today. Um, I'm sure he must be busy. But uh, and so quick updates. Uh, just some things that we've been doing. It's been a while since we've done the show. But the last big one we had was uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, big Sexy, myself, Jerome Benton, and Jill Jones. We did the uh, Graffiti Bridge commentary um, as a part of the Dirty Mind Graffiti Bridge Symposium. Uh, and I believe that's going to be on YouTube coming pretty soon here, if you didn't get a chance to see it live. When that did this was, happen? What's, wait a minute, hold on. This was a few weeks ago. Um, it might be about three weeks ago. It was like when my kids had got here. Um, and you were 
I'm sorry. Did I get you on stage with Jerome Benton and Joe? Well, it was virtual. We did it. You know, we did it online. But yeah, it was same thing. Same thing. Jerome, Jill, Big Sexy, and myself. It was a lot of fun, and we all watched Graffiti Bridge and uh, you know did a commentary. Uh, It was really good. It was it was fun just just to to hear you know Jill Jones and Jerome uh, telling the stories and stuff. It was it was awesome. Definitely check that out. And then um, we just posted yesterday as as this recording, really good interview with uh, Joshua Welton. Uh, Of course, he uh, worked with Prince. He produced uh, Artificial Age and other tracks uh, and talked about his ministry. You know, he's a preacher, pastor now, and also his uh, Purple Movement uh, thing that they're doing now uh, out there in Minneapolis. So, and that was a really good one. I think you should definitely go check that out. So there you go. And also I got to shout out um, our other team member, Kanisa, darling Nisi. She was featured on the uh, official uh, Prince podcast about uh, the Rainbow Children. And they actually have, uh, they did a post today. They, They took a clip of her and pushed it out on social media. So salute to her with that. That was phenomenal. Um, good, good stuff. All right. Can I can I just say one thing real quick? Go right ahead. Uh, as you know, I tend to listen to podcasts only when I'm in the car, when I can focus on them. And, you know, there's a driving thing, too. But I focus on the podcast and I am getting through your T interview. And with I just got. Yeah, I got to applaud you. I No shade or anything, but. You, I love the way you kind of sh- you s- on the slot shut her down every now and then, because, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I she, can't I can't stand for any slander, cat slander. <laughs> I'm not slandering. I'm, well, I'm not shutting she, nobody down. But go ahead. She seemed a little troubled. Let's just put it that way. Hmm. And okay. Uh, yeah, well, okay. I'm not gonna say no more then. Sound like you want me to stay away from that. Well, these are your words and not mine. I don't I don't, okay. I don't endorse any of that. <laughs> I, I hear you trying to give a compliment and I do appreciate that though. I do I do. Q's gonna be cute. So we we love you. We love you. All right. All right, man. Let's get into some time. Q's gonna be cute. Q's gonna be cute. <laughs> Let's get into some topics, shall you? First, first one I guess we'll jump into is this whole thing with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, and this young man. He's an R&B singer named August. What is it? I guess his name is August. August Alcina. Alcina, which I kind of remember hearing about him a while ago. I remember him from 106 and Park, where he essentially told the interviewer, "Like I told you not to bring that shit up." Oh, interesting. So he's always been in some stuff, I take it. I do, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, he recently had an interview with uh, Angela Yee. Uh, and, and in part of the interview, he talks about uh, his relationship, apparently, with Jada, which is not necessarily a secret. I guess it was more of a trying to get a grips of the, uh, you know, what kind of relationship did they have? Because he's posted pictures with her over the years. Um, I don't mean they in a relationship. Well, it means a relationship it doesn't mean it's a romantic relationship. It could be just a friendship, a friendship relationship. I mean, it's it is a relationship, right? Um, but you've seen them around the family, and I remember when I first saw the pictures, and I was I just was like, oh, okay, isn't that guy kind of famous or something? And I was like, it's one thing to see one picture, but it was like numerous types of things, and it seemed like he was always kind of around Jada. But I was like, hey, what? 
it's, I think there was, she was saying like, I took, took this young man under my wing, you know, and trying to help him out. Dope. But he comes out and is basically saying, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. So I don't have it in front of me, but he was saying because of the nature of Will Smith's relationship with his wife, Jada, and I guess apparently they've sort of shifted from saying they were married per se to say they're life partners. He was saying that because, oh, here it is right here. He says, I actually sat down with Will and had a conversation due to the transformation from their marriage to a life partnership. They have spoken on several times and not involving romantic romanticism. He gave me his blessing and he's saying that he gave his blessing to you can have this relationship I guess a romantic relationship with, with Jada, um, which, you know, people was like, what? And he's talks about how he was really in love with her. Like, you know, like deeply in love and that, you know, I guess they're not together anymore. Or I don't know what's going on, but so that kind of sends shockwaves out there. And I, I was, I look at it this way, of course, you know, Will Smith, I believe, I think Will Smith sort of denied this, but definitely uh, uh, Jada has said no, that that we're not in a relationship like that. Now, I don't, now again, most people are, are taking that he means some sort of sexual type of thing. I don't think he actually ever said that. Uh, but I'll look at it this way. One, if that happens, if Will Smith and Jada if that's their get down and that's their marriage, I wouldn't do it. But if that's what they want to do, that's on them. You know, that's their thing. They can do that. Um, I would hesitate to 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 recommend doing some stuff because obviously they have kids, very famous children, and you can't never control people. And unless you can keep people in their good graces, what stops a, the, the third person just going out there and putting y'all on blast or to paint it as some craziness? Uh, and that's to me what's sort of happening. Like, well, now you got to deal with this dude putting your relationships out on blast and your family get down. And now you got to deal with it. And I say you got to deal with it because, uh, and that's the thing, I think Jada has, has actually said on Twitter or whatever that, yeah, there's some, there's time there's time for healing now and and I'm gonna put myself on the red table talk which is her talk show that she does on uh, Facebook and I'm like you know what that's right you got to have the same energy because you know her whole thing was always been about on that show is when stuff happens to other people bring them on the show let's air it out and let's talk our way through it It'd be other, everybody else's business and some of their own stuff too but I remember the, the thing they had they had Snoop on there remember like he was in some drama oh come on the show Snoop let's chop it up and, and talk through this T.I. has some family issues yo T.I. come on here let's talk through this so I would imagine and she has to have that same energy for herself to sit down personally I would say well why don't you go get that young man August which he's been on tape, Red Table Talk before. Bring him on there. Bring Will. And 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 has, let's and then have that talk for everybody and, and keep that same type of you know. Let's get into your life and break it down and let's get into theirs. So I I, I want to see if they actually would do that, and if they just come out clean with it and be like you know what, yeah this it, this is what happened you know this it, this is what it is this is this my marriage we're good with that. You know, we've come to a place 
well, we can do that. Uh, I want, I'm curious if they're going to have that same type of transparency. I've, I've talked enough on this. Uh, and Pooh, what's your whole thoughts on this situation? <laughs> My whole thoughts is, again, being in the same vein, of it's their relationship. Unfortunately, they have been a little bit too open with, um, <clears throat> so sorry, with regards to some of the, uh, the things that are going on with how they raised uh, Jaden and Willow, um, talking about this life partnership and all these other things. So you're like, okay, well, you kind of open yourself up for people to comment on what's going on. For me, I, I, trying to see this through the lens of Mr. Michael Dean, I'm thinking like, okay, if you are going to carry on that type of relationship, why are you dealing, allegedly dealing with this young man? Apparently, even before um, before and during him being around Jada Pinkett, he's had a number of different emotional issues and mental health issues, being depressed. Uh, he came from, um, he, they said he had it kind of rough. So to me, it's like um, someone like that, that people might say is unstable. Why are you entering a relationship with him? No, when, in my opinion, you're not knowing he's able to keep, in my opinion, family business family business. I don't know what ended in a particular, sorry about that, but I got to look at Will and Jada. If this is true, yo, why y'all got to do better than this? Because there've been rumors, I'd say since 2005 that like almost, I say every year in the fall, somebody was saying, Will and Jada's getting divorced. Then there's Will is stepping out on Jada. Will is stepping out on Jada with Dwayne Martin. Jada stepping out on Will with uh, what's whoa, the whoa. Mark Anthony. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, that's out there. I know. I, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. And I'm I, until it comes out of their mouth. I'm saying no, that ain't true. I mean, that's but that's the rumors that have been constantly being put out there about their marriage. Me working in the entertainment industry, I had one of my people talk about. Uh, Will and Jada would throw some type of swingers party and allegedly one uh, propositioned somebody else in the middle of this party. And I'm just looking at her like, to me, I'm just like, man, stop. This sounds like some bullshit. So I'm just saying stuff like this has been constantly being put out. And I've just been like, whatever, nah, they're still together. Why are we trying to tear down this black marriage? So for me, I'm going to wait till I hear Will and Jada say this because to me, I feel like this man comes off corny. Going to Angela Yee, I, I heard the interview, and I'm, I'm still not sure how this got brought up. But I, th I think, oh yeah, now now she asked him about a song that he did. I think it was called "Mind Your Business," something like that. And mm -hmm. people said that he was talking about Jada Pinkett. So yeah. right there, I'm like, okay, why are you doing a song that's supposed to be having subliminals about your relationship with a married woman, a married famous woman? And then I got to look at Angela Yee sideways, like, why are you bringing this shit up talking about, yeah, it's his business, but at the same token, I, I mean, I know the game. Well, he, he, he to, yeah, that song, I remember, this was like last year or so, he, he, did, he put that song on social media and he made a post and put Jada's picture in the song, like there's a video for it. So right. he's coming out. He already right. then came out and, and the song, I believe, yeah. the, the song's title is like Jada's middle name or something like that. So it's not like, it's, oh. not, very, it's not super subliminal, but. I, first, I had no idea about the song. So that, that says you what I know. So, you know, it, it, to me, you, you got to look at Will and Jada, not so much about how they carry on the relationship. You just got to understand that, you know, these are rich, famous people and they got different rules. 
with themselves and within the world. But I'm looking at them like, okay, if that's your get down, choose better. If it's true about Dwayne Martin, that's somebody, yeah, he know how to keep his mouth shut. If it's true about Mark Anthony, he wasn't out there on what? Uh, access Hollywood or talking with on the uh, on the what's the show The View like yeah I was so in love with Jada so I just got to look at them like yeah that was a hell of a misstep I don't know if I fully believe it we'll find out what the truth is hopefully with the with the, the next Red Table Talk but to me I'm just like yo that is their marriage I probably I'm not comfortable with I ain't gonna lie I, I probably might be comfortable with my wife having another woman I I might, because, you know, I'm just stupid, ignorant like that. Wow. But another man? Hell no. No. I'm not opening that. Give it a 1,000. Oh, no. no, no, no. Maybe you shouldn't keep it 1,000, but go ahead. Wow. That's your life. If 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 she came home with Jennifer Lopez... All right. Wow. Wow. Hmm? wow. That's your world. That's your world. Yeah. 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 Keeping it up. We're keeping it real. I'm like, hmm, okay. That's good. I mean, it's funny people saying this shit and other people talking about drinking Holly Berry's bath water, but okay. Yeah. Listen, listen, yeah. before I go to Q, let me say this. Uh, it's, it's a, it's, I put it in the same way I put Bill Cosby. And, and, you know, uh, Will Smith, uh, to me, of late, he's really been dropping a lot of jewels and he's, you know, sort of positioned himself, you know, on an inspirational vibe. And I love it. But my whole thing is, if you're going to be, you know, I always go back to my man in Minnesota Society when he was carjacking that one dude and the guy was like, man, we're supposed to be brothers. And he's like, oh, oh, you think you're smart? You're trying to kick some knowledge? What the fuck? If you're going to be... <laughs> If you're going to put yourself out there as on some guru shit, then at least let the people know your full morality so that we can put it all in the context. So if you're going to be trying to drop game and life lessons, then make sure that we, yo, so you got to be able to say, oh, he's dropping some good game. Cool. Understand his mindset is though, his lady or whatever, she's getting digged down. He's cool with that. So if you can, you know, so that you can understand where all of the game is coming from, because otherwise it, it's kind of on some say as I do, but not, but I'm not going to do it. You know, just like I said with Bill Cosby, he was dropping good game, but if he would have been totally honest and be like, listen, I'm on some other shit in my, you know, I, I'm dicking these chicks down and whoop, 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 whoop. Then I can understand. Oh, okay, I hear. Okay, I know where you're coming from. Let me put it in context so it doesn't look like you just black people. You need to know this. And hey, how you doing, girl? You know, I need to know the full. So I'm just saying, these celebrities, when you're listening to these people, idolizing them, and give us the whole thing, so it's not just some hustle. You know, you you just being smart for the brand. You ain't really you don't live this shit. Like you live on some other shit. So that's that'd be my only thing about it. Now, quickly, I would say I would say go check out Lovely T. Uh, she's a YouTuber. She's holding her. She's she's did an extensive uh, breakdown of this. And now, for my ladies out there, this may sound. I'm saying this now, fellas. Relax. There is a picture of August that's out there when he's in his drawers. Okay. And and I would say that's probably why Jada was like, yo. 
Let me okay, get Mike. Let, me, let me get up. <laughs> That's why I said I'm, I'm saying that for my ladies out there. I can understand why she would be looking at Will and looking at their money and stuff and and and, and, and the sugar cane over here is like, listen, you gonna you gonna risk it all, but but I see this is what the sister's looking at. She looking at that thing. So that's again, you gotta put. I know you gotta put it all out there. <laughs> this might. Wow. Stop this is, it. We need to save this for all. I, I don't care. You can say it. I, I, I never want to hear you talking about they on some other stuff. No, 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 no. Never. I put my disclaimer up on front. That's why I said this is for the ladies. I. When you when they see it'd be like if yeah. nah, it'd be like if, now let me explain my way out of it. Let me explain my way. Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike. It'd be like Mike. if if they, they show the picture of Prince. You know how them ladies? Oh, Prince, he looked good, and, and she risked it all. You're like, why? Well, it was Prince. That's what I'm saying. So the ladies they see that picture. <laughs> Prince. I know. I'm not saying he is. Mike. I'm just. Mike. I'm Mike, I'm stop, stop, Mike. Stop it. Stop. I'm Mike. Stop. No, Mike. Nah. <laughs> You don't went over the Tony M. You went over the Tony M. line. Nah, no. Stop it. Stop it. Now here you go. <laughs> nah. Uh. Uh-uh. Mike, just let's let's get to me so we can get this off the table. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna lend too much credence to any of this foolishness. I just want to ask one question, and I'll say what I think. Uh, Have either of them admitted to it that, that this is their relationship? No. Well, no. They, so knowledge. that's the thing. They haven't admitted that they know him. They can't. It's, it's all in pictures. They got pictures. Well, we know they of, know him. We right, know they, they, There's him. pictures of him and her booed up. Okay. So she's. So again, you have to really look at her wording. What did she not admit to? She, they just didn't never. And he never said they were in a sexual relationship. They're just uh, denying that Will gave a blessing. That's all they're saying. Which I'm they're not saying that they're not saying right they weren't in some sort of relationship together. That's why I said initially they were in a relationship, whether it was romantic or sexual. That uh, no one ever said, but they're just they're just saying that Will ain't never gave no blessing. That's all. Now, I'm kind of confused by that too, because that makes it sound worse that he didn't give his blessing. Like that makes well, it sound like you, you dipped out. Well, here's my thing. Here's how I look at all these stories. Now I ask myself, why should I care? And there's no reason for me to care what they do with. Uh oh, Q, you, 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 you say it's foolish. Q, say that part one more time. You, you dipped out. I'm sorry. I said, can you hear me? Yeah, say that part one more time. Go ahead. Okay. I said, I look at all. I look at any story that I want to expend any mental energy on. I say to myself, why should I care? And if I can't come up with a good reason, I'm moving on. This means nothing to me. Now, if someone wants to ask me my opinion, I say, if it's true, it's foolish. Just like I said with Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys and the other woman, I forget her name. But, you know, they do what they want to do. Fine. I think it's stupid. It makes no sense to me if it's true. Other than that, I don't give a damn. Okay. Well, we, we're having a conversation about it, so we'll, we'll leave you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Took all that time to just say, I didn't care. <clears throat> That's but right. I mean, to me, it's like, again, it's uh, <clears throat> know 
who you're listening to, right? Because these people were held up to a certain pedigree. You know, whole thing, Jada's whole, her whole get down now is on, she's on some Oprah, you know, relationship advice type thing, right? That's her whole platform, Red Table Talk. So that's but what I'm saying. I don't, I don't like, know about you, that. I don't, well, I don't what, know you, about what do you that. think that show is about? What's well, the I, mean, I, don't, I don't think it's about just relationship stuff. They talk about all this spectrum and the gamut of type type of topics. I don't think that they've presented themselves as these relationship gurus. Well, I'm, they I'm talk saying about they, their they're, they're trying to drop gang. They're trying to drop knowledge and enlightenment on certain things. You know, it's a conversation. But my point is, it's supposed to be presented as a transparent conversation. And that's why I'm saying the true test of it will be when it becomes about them on some uncomfortable shit, are they going to keep that same transparent energy that they would have for their guests? Right. Otherwise, to me, the, the, the platform is shaky. Then it's it's only works for other people, but it ain't got. But, but we're not going to discuss us the same way I would look at Oprah. You know, as much as she's heralded, she's not going to have that show be about some shit going on in her life. It's only about everybody else. Right. Like she's not, I don't know if did she ever have a program where, yo, this is what's going on in my family and whoop whoop. No, nah, it's always about somebody else's. I mean, it was a hustle. You know, just as it's uh they was like, Well, okay, you're going in on MJ. What about this? Still ain't heard nothing on the Weinstein. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's always like, okay, I see what your get down is. Get your bag, you know. But we're not gonna sit there and act like you really care. And that's what I'm saying about about you know the Smiths and I and I love Will Smith and, and Jada Pinkett as far as what I know of them I don't know them or anything like that but what they sort of yeah, represent we don't right that's what I'm saying but I'm I'm like they can just come out and say yeah you know what we life I mean Will Smith has said numerous times recently there's nothing off the table that would break us up there's nothing that Jill, uh, Will yeah. can, she could yeah. do we're gonna be together forever yeah. they're, they're even on the red tabletop they're sitting there at the table with each other saying. I can I can be living on this side of the house. She can be living on that side with whoever else. But we gonna be together. So they done told you that's the get down. But it's just now that you have somebody that has a receipt on it. Let's see if they actually stand on what they was telling you. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> so back to Mr. Agus Alcina. How do we feel about him putting this out there? This is some fuckboy shit, correct? Uh, I guess he's always, but he's been consistent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I said, he's <laughs> been consistent. They go back in the last three or four years. There's numerous pictures of him and Jada booed up and kicking it and all kind of stuff. And then he came out with the song a year or so ago. So I mean, <clears throat> it ain't no. He ain't saying nothing. <clears throat> so let the lesson be learned. Don't don't give it to youngins. Leave that shit alone. Uh, yeah. Well, emotional mm-hmm. youngins at that. I mean, I don't know what, what they have to lose at this point, though. I mean, Will Smith is paid. Jada, she's got her thing going. What, they ain't really, their kids are old enough. They, it's already been rumored to get down. So it, it's, it's just a matter of, it ain't nothing to lose. They, I mean, it's and, just and that, talk, that's all. And then she, now that you mentioned the kid, that's the other thing that, that gets to me, that now people are using this as an indictment of them as parents. And I'm just looking at it like, Will, what has Willow and Jaden done that's really an indictment of Will and Jada? 
They're two well-adjusted kids. Both of them have careers, never been in trouble with the laws. You've never seen them get into any troubles or any stuff out there. So I, I still, that's the, that's the main thing that keeps bothering me outside of them constantly saying they're going to break up is people constantly calling their parenting into question. It might not be how you want to raise your children, but the proof is in the pudding. What, what, how bad off are these children? Where you hear the echo? I, I I don't know. Like I said, I I can't speak on it. They have a whole different lifestyle. They're in a different bracket. So I, I my methods, you know, their methods would be totally different than probably a normal normal citizen person, right? Like so. Right. Yeah, I believe Jaden moved out of the house at sixteen. I think. Yeah. But, people you know, got any feelings I, um, on that. But at the same point, he was in a major motion picture. He'd been in major motion picture movies. <laughs> no, got, guys, I mean, got, like, like people were getting on that. I'm like, okay. He got big bank accounts, so he, he's in a different situation. Than, and they're going to always take care of him. Yeah, I mean, he's also well, came he, out, well, he also came out and said his boyfriend was, uh, what's that one rapper's name? Tyler the Creator. Tyler. So again, they on some other shit. You know, whether he's trolling again, well, I guess when you're in that type of lifestyle, you control like that. I, my, my son is it. Nah, we not trolling like that. I, do the what? I, I'm, I'm going to be, nah, I ain't, uh-uh. <laughs> but again, I ain't on that shit. So that's they, but you know, salute to them. I know a lot of people was, a lot of people were saying, can I get down? You know, you know, can, can, can Jada take care of me? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, like, and I agree with you. Watch out for these young cats. I know, like I said, I'm not gonna go back to my example, but don't let these little young dudes throw, put put their thing on you and get you all out here looking crazy. You know, oh, I'm gonna help him. Yeah, he's helping them to some. But, but the crazy part is, it appears Jada put it on him. He even went out of here, you know, copping pleas and. Man, your mic is hella loud, so. All right. All right. Well, there you go All with right. that. Um, let's let's move on. Um, let's see. Oh, let's just talk about something different, some movie stuff. Uh, and it's a weird time for movies because there hasn't been any movies, right? Uh, we haven't seen anything. I'm curious, and I want to get you guys' opinion. Well, one thing I've seen, at least in terms of movie news and comic book movie news, uh, DC has really been like, Got a lot of stuff kind of cooking in the background. And it's funny to me because to me, I feel like I see a tide changing. Like before everybody was, oh, Zack Snyder is terrible. Those movies are. And now we have seen, you know, they have announced that the Snyder Cut is coming. People have been praising that. Uh, We've been hearing news of Michael Keaton coming back to play Batman in the Flash movie and and in other DC movies uh, down the line. Now some of the new rumors is that Ben Affleck has already signed on to come back to play Batman uh, in the Snyder verse and on some HBO Max stuff. Um, I've also heard that there's a plan that they're going to uh, have a whole DC multiverse, which would open the door to have all these different types of Batman because we've still got the, the movie, the Batman, right. With uh, Robert Patterson uh, that they've already started shooting. Uh, well, now we've got you know, uh, Ben Affleck back in the picture, possibly Michael Keaton coming back in the picture. 
<clears throat> and so they're saying that they're, you know, I think there's a couple of uh, DC related sort of uh, events that are coming kind of like a comic con, but I think they're going to be virtual. Uh, but there's one, a Snyder type of event. And then there's another DC one that they think this is where they're going to announce all of this stuff and sort of say, yes, we've been planning. We're going to have a DC universe movies, multiverse connected where you can have all these multiple things going. And I've been seeing that a lot of people are kind of getting excited. Like, Oh, you got Keaton back. This is great. And you know, rumors of even, um, what's my man from the dark Knight movies, the Nolan movies. What was his name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Oh. Some far out rumors that maybe he might uh, cameo back in or something. And I'm seeing that. I was like, man, DC, like they, they're kind of bubbling and coming with some stuff. And, and the interesting thing is I, I wonder now, uh, is Marvel it seems to be sort of falling, not falling to the side, but it's the last big Marvel thing we had was Endgame. I mean, like the real big thing. Obviously, we had the Spider-Man movies. I kind of feel like those just kind of came and, yeah, those are cool. But we didn't get our Black Widow yet. Um, you know, they had to delay the Disney Plus stuff. So we still, so a lot of it is, you know, we haven't seen or it's getting pushed back and the whole next phase of Marvel stuff is actually being pushed back because of the coronavirus. And I'm wondering, is this, could this be sort of a shifting maybe of, man, we haven't been getting hit over the head with Marvel stuff as of late. And it's been such a break between the last big thing with the Avengers and what we got next. And we don't really know what the next thing looks like yet. They haven't really necessarily told us too much, showed us. And we, but we do know that all the heroes that we love from the original one movies are not necessarily coming back. They're not going to be Iron Man, Captain America, and all that. We got a, a new set of things. I wonder if this might be the a shifting that we might see in these comic book movies, where now DC might be like having opportunities to do their own thing and not. And the audience isn't so beholden to the, I guess, the Marvel formula of doing movies. If that makes any sense, I'm curious what you guys think. I think if I'm hearing you. I'm trying to interpret that question is does DC have an opportunity to build up some clout as opposed to how they've been perceived thus far in, in general terms as being less, I don't know, entertaining or less uh, a force to be reckoned with as opposed to the MCU. And my answer is no. Well, eh, yeah, I'm going to say no, <laughs> because Marvel has proven they know how to get stuff done. And DC has proven that it's kind of like just throwing stuff against against the wall, seeing what sticks. So unless they make a sh unless there's a shakeup in the creative departments and the studio execs aren't are, are going to let the unless they start bringing up people. Yeah, cute. The comic books and revere the stories. It, it I don't cute? see it happen. Yes. Just say that part over where you said there was a shakeup. Yes. You, you did jump out there a little bit. You said there was a shakeup and then we didn't hear you. I don't know. It's cycling. My, my internet is cycling. Uh, I'm going to get this fixed since I had to turn my house anyway. I'm saying that they ha if, they, if they maintain the same creative department that they've had mm -hmm. thus far in their movies, mm -hmm. I'm going to say no. Okay. They're not going to be any better than they were pre-COVID. And what's interesting about what you just said is that the, you know, sort of the, the creative aspect of the people behind the scenes. And this is the thing that's interesting to me. Um, you know, it went, we got Man of Steel, 
Batman v Superman, Justice League, and then sort of the offshoots of you know the the, the Wonder Woman, Aquaman, uh, Suicide Squad, and those movies in particular were still very much influenced, if not produced, by Snyder and his vision. You know, he's still listed on the credits of those movies, and obviously he casted all those people. And then. And and then the uh, you know sort of the thought was get him out of there right and then they brought in all these other people to sort of uproot it and do it. But what's interesting I find interesting is that those people and that sort of creative thing that they brought in that was supposed to bring it back, uh, whatever the thing is, the the fans or whatever they rejected that right. So they brought so now they're in the, they're in the process of bringing Snyder back right and saying no. Here you go. <laughs> Not only are we going to let you, which is something we've never seen them do on this level. Obviously, we've had the Donner cut, uh, but that was well, 20 some odd years later. We've never seen them say, you know what? No, we let this guy go and, and fucked it up. Bring him back in, actually. Give him a buttload of money put out the shit that you was going to put out the same thing that we were scared to have you do originally. Right. But obviously the fan base made noise like any other fan base we've ever seen and, and sort of made them do that. And now it almost sounds as if like, even though they've sort of said, we're going to move forward with a new creative thing. And I'm talking about the Batman movie. It's almost as if they said, no, he was actually right all along. Get Ben Affleck back in here. <laughs> go forward with this flash movie and then they sort of like open the door to like let him actually do all that shit that they said wasn't going to work and that's what i find very interesting about it is like man they're going right back to the same shit some people would have told you was a failure right well, go ahead and my question is this i'm assuming that nothing's been canceled in in, in regards to what's his name pattinson no, they're playing. still going to do that. Yeah, they're still doing right, that. right. So, I got to think they locked him into more than a one film contract. So, why are we talking about bringing Ben? I mean, as much as I would prefer Ben Affleck, what's the likelihood Ben Affleck's going to come back after? I'm assuming they got Robert Pattinson locked in for three films. They, they, the rumor is all of these guys are locked into multiple projects. So Keaton is locked into multiple projects playing Batman, same right. as. As Keaton, I mean, same as uh, Affleck. But again, oh, the thing is, they're going to do a multiverse, so all of it can coexist at one time. Yeah, the thing we also have to remember is they're saying that <clears throat> some of these names being bandied about for Zack Snyder's project is uh, going to be on HBO Max, which would be totally different from the theatrical right. films. And the other thing is, like we, you're saying that you know they did they moved away from Zack Snyder and it didn't work. You're, that's not true. Because well, I'm, I'm saying that's what they're saying. I, I'm saying that that's why I said those other movies were still produced very much Zach's vision, Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Those were his visions. Those movies did work, actually, right? Right, and then as well as Aquaman, as right. well as um, um, Shazam, which did well, and we can't forget the uh, Joker that did over a billion. Right, so, but that's not a snack. That's not tied into Zach's thing. That was sort of an offshoot thing, but yes. Uh, yeah. but, but so, so go, ahead. go ahead. So my thing is, is that 
like right now, DC is getting a lot of the headlines. They're capturing some of the attention and Marvel is in the background. But we got we have to remember things is that Marvel, from what we've seen, is has been able to plan these things out. They've been keeping things on the wraps because they're trying to figure out, first of all, they're under Disney, which is losing $6 million a day. So they're like, hey, we got our stuff in, plan, in play. We're going to move forward when things, when we have uh, an understanding of how things are going to open up. Whereas DC is trying to right the ship. So in my opinion, no, they're not. I, I think they can get to the level where they're making money. So financially, yes, but creatively, I don't think they're at that level yet because as you say, the the plan was, okay, here's Zack Snyder, do this whole DCEU Justice League. Okay, they got some pushback. Let's bring in Josh Whedon. Then that didn't work. So now we're going to do these non-connected films. Okay, actually, this uh, the Snyder Cut people, they're not going away. Okay, let's try to make some money off of that. And wow, that, that went good. Okay, well, let's try to do something bigger on HBO Max. So they don't really have that plan just yet. So I, I have faith in them to come up with films that will make money, as we've seen within the last year with two films that did over a billion dollars creatively to pull all of this stuff off, whether connected or not connected, I'm not there just yet. All right, Q, you were going to say something? Uh, I, I forget where I was going with that, but um, I, it just, oh yeah, uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand the strategy, uh, even though I didn't like most of the DC films, they, they were successful. So why tinker with the formula now that you have at least what three films under your belt. Why talk about a multiverse where you're going to be confusing the mainstream audience by having up to two or three people playing Batman and, and thus forth? It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Well, I think you know you you actually look at Sony, and I think they proved that that does yeah. make sense, right? The Spider Man Spider Verse <laughs> movie would you would have thought yeah, but that was a uh, car- uh, it was it was well, a Miles Morales. Right, but I'm saying, but I'm saying is, you would think on paper, if somebody's pitched that, and you'd be like, that's going to confuse people. How are you going to have Peter Parker and then this other one, and then a pig spider? But obviously, it was a very successful movie, and nobody was confused on that. It was very much understood. Just as I mean, to me, like if people can understand it in a comic book, which is not deep, they can understand it in a movie. So you've seen that that works, and I think they're just saying, well, shit. We have. That movie was very no, successful. I, I don't think apples. I, I think you're comparing apples and oranges. Is what I'm saying. Well, they're movies. Whether they're live action or it doesn't make. They, they still have. Has, they still have stories no, that people can understand. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Well, what do you mean? Well, the that movie was called the Spider Verse. Right. It implies that there are multiple spider types of people. Again, it only implies that if you have prior knowledge what the Spider Verse means. My daughter, who but has no had, clue, right? But I'm saying, all, the, the, I'm just saying. I didn't for, finish what I was saying. I know though. I'm cutting right. you off. I'm just saying, okay. in terms of the kids who it was a very big hit with, they don't know anything about that. It was explained in the movie, right? That title alone makes no sense to a non-comic book person. They just know okay. they're Spider Man, right? And now, what I was going to say was. How many how many people in that movie were named Peter Parker? Two. There were two? Yes, the one that died and the one that came. The one that came. The one that came from the other universe, the old one? Spider-Man. There was Peter Parker, there was Miles Morales, there was the uh Japanese there were two, one. There were okay, two there Peter were two, Parkers. 
Wonderful. And explain. <laughs> they explain. <laughs> okay. Right. No. All right. I'll get there were two Peter Parkers. I'm sure they explained why they're two Peter Parkers. That and was my all, point. They were, well, well, but let me get this out. Then there was the other, the, uh, there was the Spider-Man Noir. I don't remember what his name was. Right. But my point is that was, that was the theme of that film. You're talking about making different films on different tracks which is a totally different concept. It's not apples to apples. Well, no, I'm talking about a multiverse. I, again, I'm saying that the rumor, this obviously hasn't happened, but they're saying the rumor is that these events, they're going to announce, this is our, just as Marvel, we're doing the infinity thing. They're going to announce, we're doing, essentially they're pulling from the comics, right? The crisis on Infin infinite earths. It's the same uh -huh. thing that they've done in the TV series right now. I don't watch that show, but I think they had a crisis. Yeah, but they didn't have, they didn't have multiple, Okay. All right. right. I, I know they that. Did. They did. They had three Supermen in that. Oh, that's, that's, why, that's why. That's why. I stopped. That's why I stopped. Okay. So, so that guys maybe that proves my point. Then it can be explained. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, obviously, is the Spider-Man movie started from a ground level. The 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 common denominator is there are multiple Spider-Mans, not multiple Peter Parkers. Even though there were multiple Peter Parkers in that movie. That's the not thing, what I'm saying, though. I understand that. I'm saying is that the audience was able to understand. There were multiple Spider-Mans, and they because explained they in were the movie. all in the same one movie. If you have right, like, that's like we're what talking I'm trying about, to tell you. Superman. That's what I'm trying to tell you. If you have the you. Brandon Routh Superman right. uh, franchise, then you have the that uh, that Wax Superman for sure. It's, it's just like <laughs> Tyler Hecklin Superman. The, right. I'm saying that's different from putting them all in the same. Property. I agree with you, but the thing is, if you do put them all in the same, and you say that. It's just like, again, I'm going to go back to that TV show thing. I believe there was a clip where they had the TV show flash and they had the movie flash in the, in the thing, right? And they I don't remember. What? Yeah, I remember. yeah, yeah, they did it. In I, the, there uh, was a clip in that that crossover where they had the guy, Ezra Miller is his name? Ezra Miller, uh -huh. Ezra Miller, and they had him in the same scene with the guy who plays the flash in right. the TV show. That's that was a crossover. They also, right. a rumor was also they filmed additional stuff that is going to be in the Flashpoint movie, which I'm telling you, if they introduced the Flashpoint movie, and obviously what is Flashpoint, it deals with multiversal stuff that tells you they're <laughs> going to put Michael Keaton's character in there as Batman, probably from the Burton universe, and he is going to be getting in contact with Flash, who's probably going to be jumping to different timelines as he did in the Batman v Superman movie. But what I'm saying, and, what I'm saying, Mike, is that sure. if it all, this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. And because we are speculating, maybe we don't know what's going to happen. If it all happens in you kind of, that I can see. I was under the impression that they're going to give Michael Keaton his own. Huh? You, you were kind of what's jumping that? out. I'm sorry. Go ahead, we hear you. If they give Michael Keaton his own film, what? I, I hear where you're going. You were kind of jumping Hello? out in and out, Q. We can hear you now, but let me stop you there. They're not saying Michael Keaton is getting his own film. Michael Keaton is in talks to sign on to the Flash movie, which is called Flashpoint, right? And if you're familiar with that storyline, it deals with the Flash jumping right. to multiple verses and timelines. So the yes, idea is that Michael Keaton is going to be in the Flash movie Playing an old, you know, playing the Batman. He, I guess, he normally was, but he's an older Batman, or he's going to be a uh, almost like an Obi Wan character to Batman uh, to, to the Flash, and he's supposed to show up in that, but also be in other movies, not his own Batman movie. But that could be a possibility. 
So that's why I'm saying they are going to explain in Flash. I think Flashpoint is going to be the thing that they use to do this to explain why they can have Robert Patterson being his own separate thing, Affleck and the Snyder versus its own separate thing. But the Flash <laughs> is consistent that he can jump around just as that Flash, who I'm sure people didn't have any problem understanding on TV, how he was able to jump around to have multiple flashes on that TV show. I, I assume they had yeah. multiple flashes on that TV show, right? Yeah, they did. And that's a success. So I don't know why you wouldn't think they could not do that with a movie. And they already have these proven people going to love, oh, Michael Keaton, I can't wait to see that. Or people that love Ben Affleck, oh, I can't wait to see that. So I think that's going to be a way for them to tie it in and possibly down the line, bring it all as one sort of thing. Like, okay, if Robert Patterson is going to be our sort of main movie thing, if that is successful, here is a way to transition him to be the actual Batman in, in, in all of it. Here is a way to give some closure to the Affleck thing and go with Zack's original vision to kill Batman at the end of that movie anyway and show his farewell to it and have this other Batman come in and have the Flash be consistent and then have how does it tie in with Wonder Woman? She didn't change and Aquaman didn't change. So I think they were just opening the door to make it all jail down the line. And I'm saying it, it can be successful, obviously, because we've seen other properties and superheroes do that. So I, that's what I'm saying. I, I can see what DC could do with this. And this could be the way that they can make it all work. I'm just, I just find it funny to me that they actually are going back to the thing that people were trying to tell them didn't work. The whole Zach thing. But now they just like double back on that. It's like, no, bring it all back. Like matter of fact, even about the box office, it's about this streaming service and, and we got to double that the same way with Marvel, right? Whether or not, uh, what's his name? Falcon and Winter Soldier and, and Wanda it ain't even about the box office. We want motherfuckers to sign up for these these services. The box office is irrelevant. So they're going to spend the same amount of money and, and put the same special effects in this because that's where the game is at. So I can see DC is sort of doing that same thing, but still leveraging these the, the TV, the outside TV stuff and the box office stuff. So it just it smacks of desperation to me. It, it could be. It's business, but... but. Yeah. If you're in business, well, you have to be I, I, I've never felt like Marvel felt like they had to be desperate. Are they? Well, they I, were. Marvel, they were desperate enough to sell off their properties, right? DC. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. Well, I know. Since I'm just, I'm, I'm, Iron I'm, Man 2008. <laughs> since 2008. I know you don't want to talk about this. <laughs> no, no, because that's not. That's you're talking about something. A totally well, you, different you said context. desperation. I'm just saying, yeah, business no, can no, be I'm, desperate, right? Okay, I'll let, I'll wait for you to finish, Mike. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I'm saying a business can be desperate. They were as desperate where they had to actually sell off their properties, right? and then they sort of had to try and bring those back in. Luckily, they're in a position. But I'm not now. talking about the business, but I'm talking to creative part. Well, you said business desperate. Did you not say that? I said it smacks of desperation, and you brought up the business. All I'm saying oh, okay. is the, the creative part. I'm mm -hmm. saying Marvel has never struck me, I'm, and I'm speaking creatively, of being desperate from making things work. They've did things, the, for the most part, they've done things the right way. Uh, I would and that's say why Captain they're more Marvel successful. Was, I would say yeah, Captain Marvel is that one up desperate, too. but I mean, it but still worked. It? But I'm saying it was desperate pool. <laughs> it was like, we're going to shoehorn, shoehorn this character whether she earns it or not. That, and no. we want to play this angle. I don't think that was desperate. I, I, I don't think, I don't know why they did it, but it wasn't done out of desperation. I think it was just a, a misstep because they thought we would buy it. I don't think they felt like, we got to do something 
with this character. I don't. I don't feel like that. That's... Well, no. I'm, I think they feel like they had to do some kind of female-led thing, whether or not we wanted it or not. Yeah, they they make moves creatively that I would question. Now, to 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 stick to the straight and narrow, your argument of desperation. I don't know if you would say that, but they definitely make very questionable uh, creative things. But but they still work. I don't. I don't it still work though. I don't. I don't think there was anything desperate in wanting to introduce a female character I, like Captain Marvel. I think they went about it bad, and they chose a bad that didn't they didn't cast it properly. Okay, but I don't think adding Captain Marvel was a desperate move. They well, we, needed a female we, we agree character. Disagree on that. I, I respect your opinion. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like I said, um, I think Marvel is in a position. Though, it's a lot of unknowns. Like they they can't necessarily go with. They're just tried, tried and true money makers. They they have to forge ahead with new stuff, and so we, we're kind of wait to see what happens with that. I'm curious what the internals would be like. I'm curious for uh, was it Shang Chi? Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Uh, you know what that's gonna is that gonna be dope? What you say about Shang Chi? Don't do that, Mike. I didn't say. That. I said Shang Chi. Uh, okay. I'm curious if Black Widow. Like I look at the trailer on that. I, I like the character, but I don't know if I necessarily really am. I really hyped on that, but I hope it's good. Now, moving forward, since after Endgame, it looks like Marvel now is getting a little desperate. Uh, what's this thing with, um, uh, what's your man's name? Thor. Chris Hemsworth. I saw a story where he said he's unhappy being replaced. So is Jane Foster now going to be the new Thor moving forward? Well, again, I, if that's true, I chalk that into the same thing I was saying with Captain Marvel. I don't know if you would say that's desperate, but they definitely want to push something that I don't know if, if we really want to see it like that. But maybe it works, you know? Nah, that's not going to work. Uh-uh. All right. Hey. First of all, I'll tell you why it's not going to work. If you want to make a female Thor, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. That actress is not the one. As, as as much as I hated initially, I hated Gal Gadot being cast as Wonder Woman because she just she just didn't look the part. She halfway proved me wrong. Uh, what's her name? Natalie Portman? Nah. Uh-uh. Well, I would point you to 1.3 billion. That was the box office take for Captain Marvel. What's it got to do with Natalie Portman? Because you, you made this statement earlier that she wasn't that Captain Marvel wasn't casted right, and you're saying uh, Natalie Portman isn't casted right for the female Thor, and I'm just saying, money well, but see, yeah, I, I would different. agree that it's not I, I, I don't cast right is a thing, but but that 1.3 billion to me that's off the back of everything they've done prior to that. If True. you were to strip away that movie from the other Marvel stuff, <laughs> that shit is whack. And, and yep. but I say a lot of but but see that just falls into what I say about Marvel in general. Yes, they can put out anything, and most people are just going to sheepishly go on, go watch it, whether uh -huh. it's really good or not. And so, to your point, Mike, uh, the female Thor would be off the back of what the twenty-two previous MCU films. That's what I'm curious yeah, about but, because I, I feel like that uh, that push or that train that they had is, in my opinion, kind of getting derailed. Not necessarily because of their fault, but because they haven't seen any movies. They haven't been able to keep themselves constant in the game and they have to restart with everything. So I'm curious if it will be, if that movie comes out next year, what's the, what's it going to look like? Is the audience still going to be as gun ho as they were? It's the same way when I looked at, uh, when the Avengers movie had first dropped, 
that was a kind of a changing of the game. And it was like, okay, everything has to be on the level of this because that's what the new shit was. Before that, it was the Dark Knight movie. But then it was like, nigga, we're going full on comics. Now, we've had a break from it. We've had our course of it. Are we ready for something different? Like, to me, when I look at Joker or something, like, man, that was entirely, totally different. But that shit did numbers. Uh, are people ready to see something else? Are, are the audiences going to change post-corona, post-everything that's happened, where they may want to see something a little different? They're not going to react to, you know, audiences do change over time. Things, certain work at it. What could work back then may not work now, right? So I'm curious if Marvel is going to be ready to, to be able to adapt to the changing marketplace. That's kind of what I'm kind of going with it. So I, I'm curious to see what they can do. Here's the other thing I'm going to... Here's another thing I'm going to bring back about this new Thor. Uh, Jane Foster, Natalie Portman, was in Thor 1. She was also in Thor 2, which I think a lot of people would say one of the worst Marvel movies ever. And she wasn't even in Thor 3, if I remember correctly. And that movie, even though I didn't like it, did huge numbers. So why the hell would you bring her back as a female Thor? No one gives a shit about her. Whereas with was it Brie Larson, I think everyone, myself included, was willing to give her a shot, but then it didn't work. So that was our first shot at it. We've already seen Lightning Port- Natalie Portman okay, in two you, Thor movies, and nobody really cared. You can't say Brie Larson and Captain Marvel didn't work. You can't. Hey, it worked. Well, why? Why do some? I mean, it made money based on what Mike said. The people will not want to go to see what what the thing was. But why is it? Why is Brie Larson so reviled in Marvel in the MCU? I don't think people are going to go see her again as Captain Marvel. I disagree on that. Yeah, right. I think and there are certain fanboys who are they hate it, but I don't you, think yeah, they speak have, for the general public. Right? You got to got to speak. You say she's reviled by the MCU. They give me MCU fans and. Who, yes. What is the percentage of those fans? Because as we know. all know, there are dude bros out there that just hate change, that shit on, that sh- still shit on Black Panther to this day, saying it wasn't a good film, that still shit on diversity. So you can't, in my opinion, no, you cannot cater to these bigoted assholes when you get one point, I'm sorry, it wasn't 1.3, it was 1.1 billion uh, worldwide box office gross. Well, what I'm saying is that 1.1 billion, like Mike already said, is not based on Brie Larson. It's based on the successful track re- record of the MCU thus far. You can say the same thing about Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, um, was Paul Rudd, um, right. what's his name, right. uh, that did Doctor Strange, Chadwick Boseman. You can say the same thing. It's all based on the brand, not the not the character. I mean, not the actor. And okay. as we've seen with Robert Downey Jr. outside, as you as you point out, Robert Downey Jr. since two thousand eight, outside of playing Iron Man, he doesn't have the best track record. Yeah, right. I, and at, I, go ahead. Now go. I just I think that's irrelevant because if Robert Downey Jr. puts that if he puts that suit on, it doesn't matter that he did the soloist or the judge. <laughs> and that's just like Brie Larson well, I'm not Captain finished. Marvel. I, I didn't. I didn't really get finished, but. Because he killed it. There was no question. There wasn't any internet or uh, any fanboy, bigoted or not. There was no, there was universal acclaim with Brie Larson, even if if it's bigoted or racist or. All right. Most people 
Am I here? Yeah, you just cut out, so I didn't want to leave that air. Go ahead. Most people, I'm seeing tons of stuff on the internet where they were not pleased with Brie Larson. They don't want her leading the MCU. And I don't think it's all because people are sexist. I think I don't want her leading the MCU either. I could see Black Widow leading the MCU if you want a female character leading it. Even that would be a stretch to me, but... I wouldn't see that. She, you saw she was leading the Avengers in Endgame for that for the first part of the movie, at least. She what? Yeah, she was the one sitting under at the post. That's where and then uh, Chris uh, Captain America came and was chopping up with her. Like she was the one. She was the one saying, "What's your sector? What's your oh, sector?" I, I, I understand. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I'm just talking. About, did I identify with her? Like no, no. But I I hear what you're saying. Again, if this may all change after I see her movie. And, and right. I may be like, oh, okay, this character is dope. You know, this would be the chance for them to explain this character after all this time because we still don't know shit about the character. So uh, this might be the, could be a good setup. We'll see. And you know what's funny about that? You bring that up. I'm, I, you know how critical I am? At this point, I feel like I don't need to know any more than I already know about the Black Widow. I mean, she's been in so many films. That, to me, I don't even need that movie to feel like I know Natasha at this point. Yeah, That's I mean, me. it's a, to me, she's uh, always was a sideline character, which I, I when I look at how she was portrayed in certain movies, I don't know if they even know what they were doing with her. Because some movies, you know, with Iron Man 2, she was just kind of some sexy little character. And then in Winter Soldier, they almost played her like she was this just some <laughs> sexy thought type. You know, what I mean, like, really? <laughs> go back. And, yeah, go back and look at how they portrayed her. When she when she first pulled up, when he was talking with uh, Anthony Mackie, it almost like he was trying to holler at her first, like, "Hey, wow. you know, <laughs> stop." No, go back and look. I'm serious. And then she kind of, you don't know if she's like gonna get into some relationship with Cap or not. Uh, it was just a weird type of character. She never, you didn't know shit about it per se. So I, maybe this might open it up. Me personally, though, I'm like, if you're gonna go by box office and and fucking the people, I would have not had her movie anyway. I would have, if I was going, I would be like, you know what? Uh, what's the chicks from the Black Panther movie? The uh, Dora, Dora Milaje. I would have said, you know what? These people can't get enough of this shit. Have a movie on her. We gonna cake out and then get get this Black Panther movie popping. What are you doing? Like all this other shit to me is like they're just trying to. Like, okay, we got to come up with some new big ones. Let's just go with a whole new slate of shit that's untested. I'm like, you got fucking a guaranteed moneymaker right here. You, you got multiple characters you could exploit from this. But you, I, I would love you know that, I mean? Mike. I would love Adora Milaje with Shuri. Yeah, that front. would be like the shit. But you know good and well that movie's not going It would know. blow. You don't think that would be successful, or are you saying you don't think they would put, they would do it? I don't think enough people will come to see it. We oh, would go I, see it. You just, I don't did think you just enough, not see the Black Panther Black movie? Panther. Are you serious? <laughs> but, 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 but we showed ha- up and showed out for that movie. You think the majority of black men? Just forget about white yes. folks. You think the majority of black men are gonna go see a movie about the Dora Milaje? Yes, and of course the sisters is coming heavy. Families coming heavy. We gotta take our families. Oh, we would show out for that movie. That would have, man. It would have been just like the Black Panther. We would have bought them theaters out. 
And the sisters would have went. Oh, and I, I see if it was me. We gonna get Beyonce to do the soundtrack, please. They would have shut it down. Shut it. You gotta. You have yeah. to remember that unlike most of the other MCU films, Black Panther domestically did more than it did internationally. Yeah, we showed up for that, man. Heavy. They just didn't. They didn't think it was gonna be shit, so they got caught blindsided. Like, oh I just, shit! I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just think that um, the reason people showed up heavy, for, number one, because it's the first. I don't want to say first because my memories. It was a black male superhero, and I think if you started off with a black female superhero, probably wouldn't have done as big. That's just my prediction. Well, we I would but love we're not to, starting would, off with that now. We've already. I would love to it. see a. Uh, I would love to see a Dora Milaje film. I would be there front row. I just don't think it would make a lot of money. Oh, I, psh, would it make more than a Shang Chi or the Eternal <laughs> Summit? Uh, you got something that's already proven, though. Please, we would be out in record. We there go you on. go moving the goalposts. I'm would, not comparing it to nothing. Oh, well, I'm comparing it to other Marvel properties. As I, that's what the conversation is about. What I go with, what I do, what I be doing, Black Widow and all these other. Hell no, I'd be like, I'd be like, this is the face of the Marvel. Cinematic, what are you talking about? Downey and them want to sit down? Fine. We already got a billion dollar one that they go crazy for. Let's get this bread. And it's dope. Please. I would that would be the lead off. Now I know why they're not doing it. Let's not keep that's not like we're stupid to that. But it's fine. You know. They probably like we're gonna get their money regardless, so who cares? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the numbers, you see Captain America did about 670, and Men of Wasp did 688. So I'm like, can't do that much worse than that. And they put those, they greenlit and put those films out. Yeah, Ant Man, that's kind of like. I mean, I think more people know about who uh, Ant Man is and the other one than the Dora Milaje. Are you serious? Really? Yes, I am. Serious? Yes, I'm serious. You really think the average moviegoer knew about Ant Man? You're telling me that the average moviegoer is going to know more about Dora Milaje than Ant-Man? Now? Hell yeah. Did the average moviegoer know about Black Panther? I think so, yes. Stop. 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 Y'all Even Marvel didn't anticipate it was going to be that big. They didn't. I mean, we're not talking about Bingo. anticipating. <laughs> they had no idea that, this, that their product they was going to put out was going to do what it did. That's not what I'm they, saying. Well, that's, but we're asking about what, what would average go, moviegoers know. That's what Marvel has to base all their decisions on. What do they think is going to be the most profitable And that's why they thing? would not do a Dora Milaje film. So you think it's <laughs> really based on numbers? Okay. So you would, you thinking the reason I'm, I'm gonna go back to Black Panther. You think the reason they don't want to do Black Panther right now is because they feel like I'm not people. talking. What do you see? You're moving. I'm not talking about Black Panther. I'm talking about Dora Milaje. I'm saying less people knew before Black Panther. Less people know, know about Dora Milaje. Well, I'm talking about than after, they did about Ant Man. Right, but we're talking about after Black Panther. Just to be clear, I'm telling you my opinion. I'm asking you this: Dora If Milaje, you were in charge. If you were in charge, right? Damn. <laughs> if you were in charge, Q was if they your opinion mattered to Marvel. And they said, mm-hmm. what, what would you have us rather go with? Uh Black mm-hmm. Widow movie or the Dora Milaje? Right. What would you choose? I would say we sh- I would this is what I would say. We should take a chance and do a Dora Milaje film. And then I would have my shit ready in the box for when they give me that pink slip. But the film got made. <laughs> That's what I would say. So, oh, so you picked the Dora Milaje? 
I said I I think it would be a I think it, it's a movie worth looking at, but I think it would be a risk. I don't think people would come out, but I would feel proud saying I got that film made, and hope for the best. I'm just kind of confused, considering they put out at Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant Man, and Doctor wow. Strange. Let me, let me, how, let me, I'm like, I'm just trying to understand why would Dora Milaje be a risk? But okay. let, 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 let me let me dis, let me disavow you of your not understanding. None of those films were led by a lot of Negroes. That's why. Oh, so you're saying it's a racial aspect? Of, wow, really? Well, I, that's why I'm just being clear because you, you, you sort of introduced a new thing into it. Yeah, and I'm kind of confused by that because isn't Will Smith and known like as the, the, the king of summer blockbusters? So you're comparing Will what? Smith. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, y'all keep moving these goalposts. No, that's not a goalpost. You just said you're bringing in Will Smith. No, if you Will just Smith, uh, well, if you if you want you Will Smith, said, no, no, if you, you want, just if said you, none of them had wow. black people leading, and I'm like, well, and I'm to me, I'm thinking, what does that have, what does that matter? Like, they're not black actors that lead films that are very okay. profitable. Okay, let me put it to you like this: totally, that is totally ridiculous comparison. So, How if, is that you wanna, ridiculous if you want, let me tell you, I will tell you, if you tell me, uh, uh, executive uh, Q. Um, you want to, you got, you got Will Smith to be part of this Doro Milaje film. Yes, that is a guaranteed blockbuster. If you want to introduce Will Smith, come on now. Is Will, Will Smith, Smith not, Mike, is Will, Will Smith a black actor or not? Yes, he is. Okay. Is Will Smith been the lead of films that have done blockbuster money? Of course. So I'm just trying to understand why is well is Will Smith Malaysia gonna have black people when we've seen is, consistently black people is, perform is at the box is, office? Is Will Smith on Ch- the level? Chadwick Boseman wasn't even on Will Smith's level. Is and Will he just Smith, did a billion. All right, I, you got it. I'm not gonna talk over you. You got it. Well, if you I wanna was, say uh, if you gonna say Will Smith is the same level as. Uh, Deny Guerrero or the or the actress playing Shuri, do you make that movie? Well, no, I would I wouldn't even go there. I, I hear what both of you are saying. I, I would just go by what's the lady who plays uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I would just go by her box office record. <laughs> I think she has one. Lucy, she's had a number of movies, right? Not I mean one good that then. Really oh, right. I'm, I'm saying she, aside from the Marvel stuff, that she's not the star of the movies. She's a sideline character. She's, she's a co-star. But if if I was gonna say, well, can she lead a movie? She can lead a movie. She's she's led, she led Ghost in the Shell it was a flop. She she led uh, was it Lucy? I don't know if that was a flop or not. It was very good. No, it, it did good. It did the good. stars in her eyes it was another sci-fi movie that flopped because no one even knows about it. But can I? Uh, so I, I would question, like, is she going to be able to lead the movie? Now, I think her movie is only successful because it is backed off of the Marvel brand. That's the only reason why people would be interested in it. I don't think she has what it takes to uh, lead a major franchise. And I don't know if they plan on doing a franchise with Black Widow because her character is dead. So that's why I question why would you even waste the resources on a character that's obviously not going to be around anyway. It makes no sense to me. If I'm saying but, I want to build a franchise, I would go with the Dora Milaje because one, this is a Marvel movie. So they don't, they don't just make the movie about that one character. They have multiple characters in it. So I would assume that Black Panther would have a 
role in the movie, right? It's in, it takes place in Wakanda, just as Black Panther was in Civil War and uh, all the Avengers movies. They weren't his movies, so I would assume that, yeah, Black Panther is going to be in this, even if it's just a small little part. That's why wouldn't you put him in that, right? Well, again, you've added a lot of different variables in there that I well, was I'm just not... going by their basic game plan that they do their movies. They always put the other heroes in those movies. But I wasn't con- I wasn't considering. All right, I'm just considering what they normally do. That's all I'm saying. Will Smith, his his uh his big numbers, his big films have always been films where it was he was the one black guy. He's like the the uh come up uh Denzel, the one black guy surrounded by white characters that make mainstream audiences say, yeah, okay, we like this Will Smith guy now, as opposed to Dora Milaje, where it's an all-black-led cast of black women. Now, I would want to see that picture. Like Black Panther was. Yeah, I'm just uh, saying you base it off of black black male. Damn. Right, but it was (laughs) all-black movies. That's what I I think in today's world, you could... I'm going to go back to what you said, Q. Would you, for some, mm-hmm. would see it as a risk, but I think that in today's demographic, it is entirely different, and it is it is wide open for that. I think it's the perfect time to have a black led woman movie with a black cast with a major brand that would blow the doors off. They, I don't, I just think they haven't tapped into it. They don't realize that it's sitting there, just as they probably never really thought that Black Panther would have done what it did. It was obviously at the right time, and people were ready for that. I think they, of course, they are ready for it now. Uh, if you just look over pop culture, of course they're ready for a black lead action hero superhero movie. That let me try. Let me try this one. See, look, look what they did with Misty Knight. Look what, what they did with Misty Knight on on Netflix. They didn't even they. She was relegated to uh, as a uh, uh, just a, um, a supporting character on uh, Iron was it Iron Fist or Luke Cage? I forget one of the Mar- the Netflix shows. That using your argument right there. That could be a character that I would say, "Hey, let's do a film on her, Misty Knight, bionic arm, a detective." If her if her character was tied to a billion dollar franchise, I would agree with you. But she right, I, I'm just saying, my opinion is that I would want to see the Dora Milaje film made. If I were at Marvel, if I were a studio exec uh, that was pitching a story, I would pitch that story, and I would be prepared to get fired. But as long as the film got made, yeah, I would say based off of the box office. Yeah, she's from a billion dollar property, super hot, right? The cultural times right now, you have a Beyonce's and Rihanna's, all these black women that are leading the charge, super hot. People are ready for that. Let's get that bag. Like I, it would at 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 the risk of is that it would only do, uh, you know, Ant Man numbers, right? Which we which we herald as a success. So again, to me, Ant Man wasn't tied into a billion dollar bro- franchise either so if you had the billion dollar franchise to me it's that's why i said it's a no-brainer that they don't go forward with these characters it's telling that they don't because all those examples you, you're you not you're ignoring the fact that it's on a successful franchise so it's it, so there's no test there we already know it. it's coming off of something just like all the other movies marvel movies they use that mindset right we can introduce something totally unknown and crazy like Guardians of the Galaxies, but it's based off of Marvel. Even if we don't even put any of the other Marvel characters in it, we got enough 
risk that we'll think we'll just take a fucking raccoon that they don't even understand. There ain't no Captain Marvel in this. Ain't no Iron Man. Ain't even nothing. There's nothing to tie it to none of the other movies except for this. The only thing that ties to the other movies is that it said Marvel at the very beginning of the movie. But they had Bingo. no problem spending buku money to put that buku. shit out there. And wasn't nobody up. And, wasn't, and Kevin, what's his name? Kevin Feige. Feige. Kevin Feige wasn't like, I'm gonna put the movie out and I expect to get fired. Fuck that. They knew they yeah, were like, this but again, to, to be correct, it was $232 million they put behind Garfield. Again, again, white folks love other white folks and they love animals. Right, okay. but the, t- so times, are, but the times are changing. That's what I'm saying. Is we living in a black? I just I've explained Black, black Panther black. to you multiple times. You're not hearing me. It was a black lead male, so black men showed up for that, and they brought no, their oh, sisters no. and their women. Black with them women and or women. everybody showed okay. up for that. So right. you're trying to tell me that only black men and black women got that domestic box office to 700 million. Well, that was the argument you guys were making. You were the ones who said we showed up. So I'm just using your argument. Damn. <laughs> no, so I'm asking you again. Explain what? in your argument, explain how Black Panther was so successful. I just didn't I just say that? I just you, told no, you. No, you just said it was our argument that you were using. I'm asking right. people, what's yours? It's the same. What's your the, reasoning? Because it was a black male, black men brought their women to the theater. Isn't that what I'm I just sure, said? Yeah, I'm sure you you'd be found to be wrong on that. As there were multiple. First of all, you not you're discounting the international, which the majority aren't played in a lot of black, <sighs> predominantly black countries. So you got to have you taken that into account? And then on the other account, there were definitely non-black people that went to go see this film. That's great. That's great. I'm saying those same. I'm not. I wouldn't bank on the fact that those same people. Why do you think it took so long for there to be a female-led film, even whether it was DC or Marvel being Wonder Woman? But people, they did not trust that a woman could lead an action franchise. I don't agree with that. Well, well obviously, but I'm just telling you what okay, I saw. So that's, but, but, but so they that's were wrong, studio though. leadership and not the audience. Right. That's Marvel's missteps. So obviously, you had what was that movie? With, with the Katniss character, it was a trilogy, right? Oh, the Hunger Games. But that so there's a- been multiple action movies with okay. female led that were super right. successful. So they they they're just wrong uh, thinking that their brands could do that. But well, obviously the box office has proven that female led action movies tra- franchises work. They they've had that multiple. But Aliens happened before all of these guys, right? So and that's you a, and, and you think that's the same as having black female leads on a film? That's what I'm trying to get wrap my head right, around. Right, but I and I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying if I was looking at cultural times, I would see just as I would the same again, it goes back to my point of Marvel having uh non-vision to see that Black Panther would be successful. Obviously they didn't think that that would be successful. They were using sort of your argument this is not going to be something. This is a risk. We don't know if this is going to work. Obviously, they were very much wrong, right? They they misplayed the marketplace because if they were smart, if they had somebody who understood things, they would be like, "This is the perfect time for this." Matter of fact, as we are shooting these other two big blockbuster movies, it'd be in our financial best interest to have this black motherfucker be in the lead of that shit because he's about to shut the game down. But they just shoehorn Black Panther in those movies because they obviously didn't think that he was going to be that big. 
and and it further points to that is the fact that they knew they had they had the intelligence to know let's put Captain Marvel, our first female led uh, film franchise, on International Women's Day, and somehow they just thought, oh, this Black Panther is not going to do that good. We can't tap into the black audience here uh, as well as abroad. So yeah, yeah. Imagine if they had the same energy they had for Captain Marvel character as they had for Black Panther because they didn't give a damn if she was going to be successful or not. They was like, she going to be in this motherfucking movie. She is going to be the linchpin for this for these Avengers movies, whether it's successful. They didn't care about that. I'm just saying if they were smart, they would have bet the same way they betted on Captain America. They would have had Black Panther all up and through the yeah. movies, whether or not they knew the box office was going to work or not. Yeah, that's why people, fact, that's why people I, felt like they just forced Black Panther down. Or they felt like Captain Marvel was forced down our throats. The problem was, even though, yeah, it made the one billion, as Q said, we really was like, man, not really fucking with this. Like, how the fuck is she just going to be coming in here, knocking people on their heads? We don't know who this character is. People felt like it was rammed (laughs) down our throats. Yeah, I mean, the the fact that here you are, you have your first black led uh, film and you initially didn't have it being released in February for Black History Month, you just... Because you get Spider Man, you push the shit back, and you just have that the, the what do they call it the the convergence of all this luck occur, and then, and even more so, I'm still not understanding why are they moving it out of February when they've shown that that's a good time to put, to uh, release a film and specifically that film to take advantage of um, Black History Month. Now I think they moved it to June, which now they can probably release it on Juneteenth. But I'm just saying the the thinking isn't there. Well, clearly, the fact that there are no plans for a Dora Malaje film to be made, it backs what I'm saying. So let's move on. <laughs> well, no, actually, no, it doesn't. It backs what we've been saying that the studio leadership have no confidence or have no don't uh, have the intelligence to think on that level. And that was terms. Because okay. well, to but me, I'd be like, the, oh, I don't know why you don't have Black Panther 2 before you have all his other bullshit. But, but the exactly. film's not coming out. Film's not coming out. Well, Black Panther 2? No, a Dora, a Dora Milaje film. Well, they never announced one. I know, and they're not going to. Right, which is foolish, right? I think uh, it's foolish. Because you said you would put it out. I, so I, I, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here <laughs> arguing with you about something that we could clearly see why they're not doing it because they don't have the confidence in it. And that's, what right. I, that's my argument all along. Well, I agree. That's why it's, it's foolish. It's the same way I would say it's foolish to not have Black Panther 2 they don't have no date for that either. Well, I would assume I, they're going to make again, one. Again, I'm going back to the fact that that is definitely foolish right. because it is a black male-led movie as opposed to a female movie that's also led by black characters. Yeah, and my point is that whether who is led by is one of their most successful movies. <laughs> and if you want to get that bag, you getting hung up on a racial politics is bad, <laughs> okay. foolish business. I think we can all agree on that. If you would rather just go with some risky, non-unknown movie properties before you go with the bag, that's an interesting play. So hopefully it works. I guess they're betting on any movie that has their Marvel brand on the front is going to be successful no matter what's on it. But I, my original point of this whole conversation was, I don't know if they should be trying to do that because they're almost like they got to start all over. And I don't know why you wouldn't just double down on what actually people want to see. But again, I don't you, make you movies. You know why, Mike. You do know well, right, why. I, said, I don't make movies, so I can't really 
you know, they might be on a different frequency or I'm assuming it ain't just because of ridiculous sort of racial politics. I think we hopefully we come further than that, because if that's the case, because wow. if that's the case, okay. their brand will be on shaky grounds as we see this country is on some whole other <laughs> shit. Right. And you'd be a fool not to play toward that to them interest. Well, who, run, who runs Marvel, or who who's the fi- one of the top financiers of Marvel? I have no idea. Perlmutter. He's Didn't a he? financer of Marvel. Isn't he an investor in Marvel? You bring this up. I don't know. You, is he? Oh, we, but we've talked about it. He's a Trump Trump supporter, right? Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on. <laughs> You're trying to make a point. I'm asking you to make the yeah, point. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I, I figured if if we're talking about a guy who invests money into Marvel MCU, right? We probably shouldn't be t- taking a long time to try to understand why Black Panther two is not coming out first. I see. Why Black, Pan- why I see Black Panther is not the lead of the Marvel universe, which he should be, and why there will never be a Dora Milaje film, at least not in our lifetimes. I, I, I get what you're saying, but you're still, but you're going to be front and center to go watch the movies. I certainly will. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it don't make no sense anyway. <laughs> but speaking of Trump, let's get into that. Let's change the subject. Um, and I'm going to let you start, Q's. I know you said there were some Trump things. And we're all going to talk about it, but what's, what's the latest thing? Uh, I'm not going to take a lot of time. He's an asshole. <laughs> Uh, and he just gave a speech either today or yesterday, where I think as a result of his speech, we're going to see more uh, Becky's and Karen's uh, and Valley Girls or whatever you want to call them. You said Valley Girl. I heard and that. Guys, <laughs> patriots, you know, these uh, self-appointed patriots. Uh, were the Valley Girls a racist work. thing back in the day? I never... I'm just talking about the Valley girl who talks like, you know, oh, my God, that kind of thing. Oh, my God, there's a black person standing close to me. That type of person. It's okay. (laughs) That type of person. Gotcha. We're going to see a lot. I I would not be surprised if we see a lot. We already saw two stories just recently uh, within the last within the last 24 hours of a person who put her own her her child in a stroller at risk trying to prevent a black person from leaving the parking lot by standing behind the car. Mm-hmm. And then when the person called the police, then she, she took off. And then we saw another story, which I saw this morning of a couple. Now I think there was fuck around both sides, but the white couple pulled out a gun on a mother and daughter, black mother and daughter, you know? So I, I, I would be willing to bet we're going to see, See this shit ramp up because of the speech this fucker gave. What, what was the speech? What was he talking about? He was speaking at Mount Rushmore, Trump, speaking at Mount Rushmore, and he was saying how the far leftists, the radical left, I don't know if he said terrorists. I think I, I want to say he did, but I'm not sure of that. They're trying to, quote unquote, destroy our great history by tearing down these Confederate statues. Mm, okay. So fuck him, and if Sean Christopher's, well, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get you jammed up, Mike. I'm gonna say if Sean Christopher's listening, he he got at me a little bit. I mean, no, he didn't get at me, but he, I made a comment about uh, Donald Trump Jr. and Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend who tested positive for COVID. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Well, what was the comment? 
Well, I'm not. I don't want to get you hemmed up well, on you your just, show. You introduced to the listeners, and like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, explain. To the, what you that, to that, that's that's what you call Mike in marketing cross pollination. Go to the Discord chat. <laughs> I made a comment about his girlfriend catching COVID, and let's just say I put it. I put it diplomatically. Now the Trump family is getting a taste of what America is dealing with because of his incompetence in dealing with this thing. I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. Um, well, so you said he was talking about the removing of the Confederate statues and that type of stuff that's been going around, right? I'm not saying that's the entirety of the speech, but that was definitely a part of it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to only speak on what you say. I don't, I didn't see the speech, but. I just don't want to be mischaracterized. That's all he said. I don't know everything he said. All right. I'm, I, just say, I can only comment on what you said because I don't know. This. I didn't see the speech. So I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. So he was speaking on that, uh, which has, has been going around the country. I've seen people, you know, some of them, they've been pulling them down. Like people have been doing it, right? Like literally just throwing, I think it was a footage of my throwing them in a lake or in the water or something like that. Um, you know. <laughs> That's funny. What's that? No, people throwing these statues in the lake. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I think it's... Uh, oh, go ahead. Can I say one other thing, Mike, real quick? I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. I don't know where I saw this. It might have been... Maybe it was Twitter or maybe someone posted it on Discord. And there was this... I'm assuming he was black. He was he was fair-skinned. I, I, but he seemed like he may have been black. And he was saying, we need to take down all these images of Jesus. Oh, that was, was... uh, like, What's the guy's name? He's an activist dude online. It's not Sean, is it? You know the guy's name, Ant. What's his name? Sean King. Sean King, yes. Yeah, I think he I was, was saying I, that. I was like, come on, man. And then as I thought about it, fuck yeah, take him down. I'm sick of seeing white Jesus. I was, I was actually trying to understand because it seemed like he was getting backlash, backlash for that. And I, I was trying to understand what's the backlash? <laughs> Is he lying? <laughs> Taking Jesus down? Taking down statues of Jesus? Of a white what's Jesus. The back- yeah, of a white Jesus to take down statues of a white Jesus. If that's not the true depiction of Jesus, wouldn't you want to do that? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I, I, the question is baffling to me. You're trying to understand why he's getting backlash for wanting to take down imagery of Jesus? Yeah, I've seen, I, I could swear I've seen uh, black people uh-huh. questioning, like, that's too much. And really? that's why I was trying to understand why with the backlash, <laughs> because if, if that is not what Jesus really looks like, and in my opinion, I'm not saying this is why, but in my Do opinion, <laughs> he is, right, I'm saying Mike, in my Mike. opinion, his image is put to, as a form of, you know, subliminal Dude, control to people. Why wouldn't I, you want to change the I image know, of Jesus? I know you and I are both men of a certain age. So I'm sure, well, I'm not sure of anything, but you do you remember the episode of Good Times where uh, Mike Michael wanted to put up an image of black Jesus and Florida wasn't having none of it? I actually never seen that, but I have seen pictures from that. So I've heard of it. Now, Florida Evans, I, I no, nothing but love for Florida Evans. But she was like, uh-uh, that's not Jesus. This is my Jesus. And it was right. a white, blue-eyed, blind Jesus. Exactly. So now, you, now you're asking me, why would there be backlash from black folks? Yeah, in 2020, take- like it would seem like if we're Man, all about on, truth and, and understanding what the word actually says in the book. That's not to, the image of Jesus. So why wouldn't why would they be mad at him to want to take that down? To, to ask B. Chester that. Huh? Okay, forget it. <laughs> oh, B. Chester. I was like, what are you talking about? I get what you're saying. <laughs> 
well, right. But I'm sorry. So I was, that's why I was finding kind of, I was like, man, why is so much backlash toward him? I don't think he's saying to do away with Jesus. But, but to some, but, a lot of people that is doing away with Jesus. Yeah. And that's crazy to me, right? Like, I don't know why this, I don't understand why that's crazy to you. Well, if because that's not don't, what Jesus if, looks if, like. If people don't want you taking down their racist, traitorous statues of Confederate generals, why are you having a problem with them not wanting you to take down images of their white Jesus? Well, I don't have a problem. I'm saying I'm trying to understand the backlash, like on a rational mind, right? And if we were about truth, you're lying to yourself, right? Otherwise, so I'm, we can't possibly be doing that in 2020. Wow. If all okay. these are the same people that keep screaming Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, but then when somebody says, Oh, okay. Word. Uh, let's do away with some of this other fuckery that's going on. Oh, whoa! You going too far? Like, so you huh? said you, you're saying you've seen black people give him give him. Yeah, if you go look on my timeline, when I posted this story a week ago or so, there are black people on there. He's going too far. I didn't uh, want to say nothing on there because I don't want to. I don't want to cause any mess. Yeah, but I smoke. was just, I was just, I was just kind of like, wow, this is kind of interesting. Well, uh, Prince wrote a song about it, Colonized Mind. For sure. For sure. I am complete. I'm on board. Take him down. Yeah. And then then I, I think at some point Trump may have said, what are you going to do? Take down statues of George Washington? <laughs> I mean, I, I, my thing would be like, even if you just leave them up, but why don't we just mm-hmm. put some information next to it? Right? <laughs> Put, put who he really was next to it. Is there anything wrong with giving somebody the truth? Who's going to determine the truth? Uh, you compromise with the same people who want to bring it down. Compromise. Right. Okay. If, some, if that person says, I want to take it down, be like, no, that's our history. I want to take it. So, okay, you know what? I'm going to let you leave it up. But we're going to put this plaque next to it that explains who he really was. Right? So, yeah, this is, he was their found father, founding father, yeah, but this is his history. <laughs> Those teeth he got in his mouth, where they come from, <laughs> right? So, th- so you think all thing. these southern governor, southern? You think all these? You think all these southern governors are going to say, "Yeah, that makes sense." No, Don't do that. There, there would be pushback, but again, <laughs> you think that's where you expose them. It's like, well, do you want to tell the truth or you want to tell a lie? Now, the thing is, when they say change our history, most times we see history is made yeah. by those who are in control. If you're not going to be in control no more, right. the shit is going to change eventually. And I think they understand that, which is why there's so much pushback. Like, this is the last bastion that we have. You you people are trying to take over everything. Well, you know what? That's going to happen. You know, the demographics are showing you otherwise. Your time is up. So things are going to change. That's just the natural course of human existence, man. Nothing stays the same. And you know, you had a good run. <laughs> but you, know, you people, had a good run. Yeah, you had a good run. People are gonna go down fighting. That's just a natural civil that's how civilization has always worked. Right? There's always been these guys from yeah, that kingdom ruled for thousands, hundreds of years. I okay. guess black people are, don't we don't we don't want to have to wait another we don't want to have to we don't know how much balance is left in that thousand year account. We we want well, we, I think we're we're to think we've come up to that point. And really it's not even I, I I would actually argue it's more white guilt that is pushing the charge for a lot of this stuff. As opposed to black people. When you go out there and look at these cities, Black Lives Matter rallies or protests, I would imagine there's probably a lot more white people out there than there are black people. I don't know about that. 
but oh, possibly. Yeah. Uh, I know here it is. <laughs> I looked out my balcony. There was white women standing outside with BL, BM, uh, what is it, Black Lives Matter sign. I was like, that's very interesting. <laughs> Well, what, I don't know are the demographics. Are there a lot of black people in Seattle? I, I don't know. I'm asking. No. Well, that's the demographics of America, right? It's not a. That's still well, our way. So, well, then, you know. So, as I'm saying, a majority of these, I mean, again, maybe there are more black cities. Like Atlanta, I would imagine there's probably more black people out there. Or Detroit, maybe. But I'm saying, when you look at some of these footages, footage, excuse me, <laughs> there is a lot of white people out there. And I would argue, personally, I'm not saying I'm right. I would argue that a lot of this movement on uh, beyond just the protesting level is coming from white people. Black people are not forcing brands to change their uh, brand image uh, and, and all this stuff. I don't, I don't think I they're don't doing know. that to appease black I don't, people. I personally I don't. don't. Know. I don't well, know I mean, if I who, agree with that. Who, okay, when have you ever seen any black people say, get rid of Aunt Jemima, get rid of Uncle Ben? Just because I, I haven't, just because I haven't seen it, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Okay, but back to the question to you: When have you seen that before? I just answered your question. Can we move on? <laughs> I just answered that question. Well, is your answer no? You haven't seen it. I said just because I can't say I've seen black people or right. white people. That doesn't mean a majority of white people are doing it. I, that's a supposition. <laughs> I can't. Support. I agree. I don't think that's. Not, I assume that's not what he asked you, but. I, I would assume that is true. I guess I'm saying, I haven't. I, you can just say of, no. I never seen that. That doesn't mean it doesn't of, exist, though. In, <laughs> terms, and, in terms of Aunt Jemima, I haven't seen the race of anyone who's been demanding it pulled down. So I'm not going to assume it's mostly white people. That's why I'm not saying that. I'm not sure he, why we're still I, on that. I, yeah, and again, I don't think he actually was assumed or not. Well, it doesn't answer. matter. I, you just I, don't I, want to answer that question because it would invalidate your argument. No, it's because <laughs> I don't know. I, the question, that's fine, and that's fine. <laughs> I, I get it. I haven't seen anyone in terms of their racial makeup, so I'm not answering the question that <laughs> I mean, way. That's all you had to say. I said it four times now. <laughs> no, you said I haven't seen it. Just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean this. You didn't answer the question actually. I would assume I'm, any answer that just because you don't you haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not doesn't mean it's true, right? I, like I have never seen a lot of things, but wait, I know I, I know wait, I know on. common sense wise. Yeah, okay. If I said I, it may have on. happened, but I have no proof of it. If I said I haven't seen it, right? If I haven't seen it, doesn't that answer your question the way you want to answer? Uh, I haven't seen specifically. It. I haven't to? seen it either. To be that, to, he didn't ask me the question, but I would answer no. I haven't seen it. Either. Okay, but again, I said I could be wrong. I'm just saying I think a lot of this movement that we have seen is because it's white people that are pushing for these things. As because we've always been saying this stuff, I don't think black people have come into any more enlightening, enlightening or awareness of racial pro problems ever. We've always we've been shouting Black Lives Matter for years. <laughs> Not all of us, but most of us. So this ain't nothing new to me. That's what I'm saying. Like all of this stuff ain't nothing new. It's just that now. Mr. Floyd's video went well, viral, what I can tell you, what I and can then tell I think, well, let me finish. So his video went out there. And I just think common human decency of white people, they can't shrug this one off, and they can't come with this, we, uh, you know, everybody counts and liberal movement and not acknowledge the obvious disparity of what that video was just on a human decency level. So they can't brush off the Black Lives Matter people, and you can't brush off what black people have been saying for years. So the guilt says 
I have to get in front of this because this can't be the America I'm pushing for if I allow fuckery like this to be so blatant. So that's why I think they're on the front line of this shit and, and literally having white people burning shit down across America because shit. Otherwise, if they don't, they'll look like they're complacent with this shit. And I don't think in don't, the terms of the social media world and those videos are so powerful, they can't stand by the sidelines and just tell you to get over it anymore. That's, that's just my opinion. I'm not saying I'm right. That's my opinion. Well, I don't disagree with any, anything you just said. Anything you just said. All I'm saying is, as I've said many times before, I keep CNN, Meet the Press, and other news shows on TV when I'm working from home nearly 10 hours a day. When I see when they when they have people come on talking about Aunt Jemima or talking about the Redskins name or they show pictures of protests when Trump wants to hold a Bible up in front of a church, I either see black people or a mixture of black and white people. So I'm not putting that on black people that we're not out there either. No, I didn't say we weren't out there. I, I also didn't say that. either. Nobody said that. I, said that I just said, or, white people, the, the, I just that, said that, that these things are happening because white people now have, jumped, are, or, have gotten the, involved. It's the same way why, when you have that TV on 10 hours a day. Why are they now showing that more? I mean, I'm going to ask you the question because I don't watch it. Okay. Are I'll, they answer, showing I'll, answer, these, I'll answer. Are they showing these things? Did they usually always show that type of stuff? Because, again, we've always been out there fighting for this, right? Have they mm-hmm. always been showing that on uh, CNN? Nope. What do you, every time there's been a shooting, they've shown it on CNN. Okay, that's why I'm asking you. Yeah, but and I mean, the, the reason, and, and, to your, that... and the point, and to your point, the reason this movement has happened is because this. I mean, honestly, I'm not really sure. I can guess that this one was a blatant murder of a guy in the street with his knee on the guy's neck. It was blatant. There was no uh, room for vacillation. There was no room for. Right equivocation right just like with uh i don't understand what it is about hannibal barres that uh, 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 a non-funny stand-up in a comedy club got <laughs> bill cosby 15 years or however many in prison but i guess it was out there it got viral at the right time it just happened at the right time there's no right time to kill a man well, but you know what a, i mean there's a, there's a me too movement as well right that that fits right into so that was the time for that to to be active and, and someone was going to have to pay the price for that. Cause it's all a bunch of people was going down. Not just Bill Cosby. Right. Well, I mean, despite a me too movement, I can see you the same logic. How long have women been fighting for equal pay and uh, for our women's rights before the me too movement. Right. And some would argue that that sort of jumped on the spearhead of the civil rights movement and, and they oh, got okay. the, the movement. I, I mean, again, I'm just, I'm just saying. We don't move, okay. We don't move. We don't move I mean, the goalposts you, you moved the goalposts to nah, that. I'm, you went to, I'm sir, you to, went to women's pay that we were talking about. So I'm moving, you move a group of goalposts. I guess I can move one too, right? I'm just well, using the example. Same I, I, I think you, and you made this point of a couple of weeks ago when we did the show that, um, not not only just the this video, but the environment, the current environment that we live in. The fact that there were so many people out of work. The fact that there are so many people who have nothing to do but be trapped inside mm. and consume mm-hmm. media. I think that was a. I keep trying to figure out what is that phrase they say. But I think the, again, it was that convergence of all these things happening and, and, at once. And, and Trump, right? And, and, right. And the the, the uh, obvious, all of the because again, prior to the. Uh, Mr. Floyd video, we were getting 
hit over the head with those Karen videos and the and the police and the white people calling police on people videos. And at first, white people were just kind of shrugging that off. Ah, just isolated. Ah, you people just keep and it's like the constant drone of that. The obvious racial uh, fuckery from Trump and, and the stuff that he's pushing. They're against the wall. They're like, God damn, they got us looking crazy out here. It's just, there's so much going on. They can't, and they can't sit there and tell you that Trump was on some bullshit. And, and I know Q uh, agrees with that. And, so and it all and, plays into. It. And since what 2012, we've seen these videos or heard these reports of all these. Th- there was what the gentleman in Oklahoma. There was the Trayvon Martin. There was Mike Brown, uh, Philando Castile. These things happen, but for some reason, all of a sudden, when this one occurs under these conditions, I get. But 10 different white people calling me out. Are you, how are you doing? Are you all right? <laughs> what can I do? Blah, 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 right, blah. Right, it's like, right. but this shit been going on. Like, where the fuck were you at the other 25, 30 times? I mean, respect to them. I appreciate it. But I'm just saying that, that this all been a, a convergence that just happened all at once. Yeah, I mean, to the point here in Seattle, where they literally took over a, a police station took over a part of the city. I'm just, that's just wild to me. I was like, huh? And the most, we uh, are, where our population is even super small here in the Seattle area. And that was a very trendy, expensive area of the city where we don't be living at. I was amazed by that. But, but then when I look at it, I'm like, well, okay, I see what's going on down there. Dang. If you think it's black folks and took over some police station in America in 2020, <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. That's the narrative and, you want to believe. That's fine. And some of the fallout behind it is, is that as these protests occurred and being, and, and I'm seeing protests predominantly white people or all white people seeing the police say, okay, essentially on their 1960s, oh, you want to be a nigga lover and here's some pepper spray for you. Here's a baton. Here's, we going to fuck you up. And that's going viral as well. Uh, I think I shared in a chat. There was a, a, a Twitter thread where it was video after video after video on and on and on of police around the country fucking up white people. So now they're saying that, okay, we see, uh, not only are we seeing what uh, the police are doing to black people, but now we're seeing that they ain't got no love for us either if we on the wrong side of the, of the uh, discussion. Yeah, well, if you want to get a pass, put on that MAGA hat, right? <laughs> Essentially. <yeah. laughs> get your MAGA hat on. Otherwise, you're going to catch some shit. But yeah, man, it's a it's an interesting time, um, and I'm curious to see I'm curious to see where all this goes. You know, what is going to be the end result of this? How how is this well, going to play into November? You know, the election. And I don't mean to sidetrack us, but apparently, if you listen to Terry Crews, it goes towards Black Lives Better. Black Lives Better. That's what he tweeted. Yeah. He said, we need to make sure all this strive for justice that Black Lives Matter doesn't become Black Lives Better. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you know, I don't know. Apparently black supremacy. Sure. Don't forget about that. And this is from Terry Crews. And again, I'm just going to go back to men's society. You're trying to kick, you're trying to get smart? Like, he's an actor. Like, <laughs> I don't really, I'm like, oh, Okay. I don't know why his word would have any more weight. <laughs> he, what is he playing? I guess that's my question. What is he? 
I just know him from being in a Friday movie. Really? Uh, hey, that's what I'm trying. What else is he in that matters? He was in a movie. He was in a movie, Idiocracy. He played the father on Everybody Hates Chris. He he was the host of some talent show in the last couple of years. Um, okay. He was on Brooklyn Nine Nine, another successful show. These shows I've never I seen. Successful. It got canceled again. So he's no, in a position got, to be dropping okay. knowledge. Uh, I don't, I, it did get canceled, and then they picked I, it up. Somebody else right. picked it up. All right, so it wasn't. It got canceled and picked up. That's how good the show was. Is he the apparently. star of these shows? He no. was no. Oh, okay. All of them have been ensemble film, ensemble gotcha. shows. Gotcha, gotcha. He's never led a show. Okay. No, I'm just trying to understand like why is he so like? Uh, why do people care so much? I mean, I, I who's saying said, they do? If you said, nope. didn't, well, I've, I've seen him. He was on Roland Martin, and his tweets carry so much weight. People are so sensitive about it. Like, because I'm of trying. that thing with Harvey, I assume. Harvey. Oh, Weinstein. that's right. He got the thing where well, he wasn't with Harvey Weinstein, was he? He got his balls handled. What? But that all happened during that whole thing. Sure. So, so that's why he's popular, right? Because he, that's right. We're I'm not. I'm about. not saying that's why he's popular. Well, I mean, I saying. mean, he he obviously really came in the news with that. Like that was a big deal. Like you, big dude, and some dude grabbed your junk, and and you just. You, you kept quiet and you told somebody. I, now, so yeah, he was a part. He was a part of the Me Too movement, right? I assume so. Yeah. So I, again, so he's in a position to be kicking racial knowledge, I guess. Well, I, I don't know if that makes him in a position to kick knowledge. He's just expressing what he knows. That's it. Oh, right. I'm, uh, and that's why my question is, why are we here? I, what would That's make the same his... thing I said about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Right, but I can say Will Smith has led things. He's, you know. Wow. Terry Crews is a sideline <laughs> actor, right? And he wow. had, he, oh, Again, I asked you, did he star in any of these movies? What was the, Why does that his, matter if he starred well, in something? Well, it matters because if you said, um, I don't know, what's some other sideline actor that's, you know. Now, his, I actually, he Tyrese. starred. Well, he starred in movies. No, I, I'm, I'm mistaken. Terry Crews started in a movie. That's that's a movie right now with Ludacris, right? It's on Netflix. Is it John Henry? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, see, not, you see, you clown this. Did he not star in that movie? Is it brand new? So I'm just putting, it in, alone. I'm putting it in context. This is who we listen to. Like, we care about what that brother thinks. His mindset to tell him to go be in that I'm movie. I'm putting it in context. Yeah, that brother, his mindset is like, John Henry, that'd be a good idea for me. And let me go act in that bullshit. And now we're going, oh, he dropping Black Lives Matter so-called critiques and we supposed to care? Fuck out of here. Keep lifting no them one's weights. Saying you're supposed Keep to care. lifting he- them weights, homie. Don't let them grab your Damn. balls. <laughs> don't let them ever grab your balls. See, I don't, under- I don't understand why the man can't put out a tweet. No, he can't. I didn't say him. he couldn't. No one. Do you hear me say he couldn't put out? I'm just saying, why well, would we care? I don't understand why it was so much. Who's saying you should care? That's what I just asked, right? I'm no saying, one's saying I'm that. saying maybe you shouldn't care. Just like I said about Jada and Will. Right. Okay. So you agree with him? No, you just seem like you, you your chest is out there pumped up. I'm not going to. My Mike? chest ain't pumped up. I was okay. asking a question. Was your chest up pumped up when you when you asked about Will Smith? No, but I wasn't like. Okay, just, so just, why just can't keep, I get that same response? But I didn't. I didn't say keep lifting them weights. Don't let them grab your balls. Well, I didn't say if, all that. If, if somebody had <laughs> grabbed Will Smith's balls, I would be saying the same thing, and I hope you would too. Because <laughs> that's a that's an outlier. There's not too many cats out there who didn't have their balls snatched up 
and didn't I don't do know. nothing. I I never heard you, you went back to that question. Oh, I ain't never heard nobody. I haven't heard that don't mean it don't exist, but I don't know nothing about it. So. I just don't know why you're so worked up over there. I'm not worked up. I'm okay. just a talk show, so I gotta talk, right? All right. But it's but like I said, it's gonna be okay. You good, Mike? You good? It's gonna be okay. But like I said, <laughs> don't let nobody else grab your balls, you know, because I have the same smoke for you. But I All right, digress. that's right. If some if I someone grabs my balls, I'm now supposed you wanna, to. Uh, you want to keep going on? Somebody grabbing your ball, you go right ahead. I'm gonna listen to you. I'm just asking. What you no, don't ask you're me say- about your balls. You, you. I'm listening to you. Go ahead. Man, that 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 kick dog, <laughs> boy. I tell you. Hey, you with them held them them held balls? You tell me. You go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> I said if some if someone if some if someone grabs my nut. Whoa. Huh? <laughs> Mike, you you talking about hit dogs? Go ahead now. You really don't want to be talking the way you started the show, okay? But 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 you are talking. Go ahead, sir. Let me finish. You're saying if someone grabs my nuts, I should I knock them out. That. Damn. I, you don't want me to get this out, do you? I, uh, pause. Pause. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Q. What the fuck with you? I don't even know if it's worth it, but I'm just saying. You're fighting for it. You're fighting addressing, for it. You go addressing ahead Terry Crews, I don't know why he got... If so, if someone were to grab my nuts, you're saying <laughs> I should punch him in the face and knock him out. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're hey, saying? Hey, man, I say you do whatever you feel comfortable with, Q. Okay. You, I say you do you. How about that? All right. Is that okay? It's all good. Uh, I know you, you, was, you were trying to prove a point about somebody grabbing your balls. Did you prove that point? No. What my point is, is that I don't know, I don't know why Terry Crews has been the subject of such shade because he didn't knock this guy out for... for uh, assaulting him. Oh, okay. You That's don't, more you don't than know. just that one point. It was actually continual uh, foot and mouth syndrome with him. No, he so was calling just... out when he was calling out black men for not doing uh, more for black women uh, that were harassed. But then he turned around right. and didn't do any. He he talked about my job more than. Uh, stepping up for Gabrielle Union. It was using the death of George Floyd to say that, oh, I was wrong about Gabrielle Union. Can you please forgive me? It's him constantly talking about uh, Black Lives Matter is getting too close to being uh, black supremacy. It's not just this. It's not just that one thing. It's everything that every move and every comment he's made since then. All right. So thank you for the timeline. Now, what I said was back to my nuts. <laughs> ever, what I said was <laughs> What I said was, ever since that first incident, it seems like there's been hatred for Terry Crews. Since that time, he's done some things that I say are questionable. But that incident at the beginning where that man assaulted him, I didn't have any hate for Terry Crews for not knocking him out. That's what I'm saying. I don't have now, any hate for him either. All right. Okay. Bye. I mean, again, okay. I, you know, I, I, I have no hate for him. I just... Again, I'm as I said, put it in context. Seemed like he was getting clowned. Oh, he's getting clowned. Everybody's gonna get clowned. I'm not talking. I clown you, but I don't hate you. I don't hate you if I'm clowning. All right, so I'm saying, particularly when we're talking about somebody grabbing your nuts, I'm gonna clown you on that. If if you're uncomfortable with that, that's cool. I can respect that, but it is what it is. Why Terry Crews? Yeah, I don't know why Terry was getting clowned for that initial incident where the man assaulted him. I don't understand. I, I know why. I think he's, no I matter what, you do. do you? Yeah, that's Explain. funny. Because it's funny. <laughs> it is. 
in the simplest terms, in the simplest terms, I would say it was funny, and it's un, it's something that it's that, uh, that, that you wouldn't stood. you wouldn't imagine a guy of his stature would allow something to happen like that. That's why the, the, I think the fact, most people. Yeah, say. I'm sorry. It's it's hilariously funny where this big nigga let this dude grab his nuts, and rather than even not, let's even take out the part of him uh, getting physical with the dude, but not even. Uh, calling the police or filing the police charge and then going on every talk show crying about how he was violated. Dude, as Tariq would say, if you don't hold your own nuts... Well, he let somebody else hold his nuts. (laughs) Exactly. And and boss up on that. Stop it. Please. But in today's society, I can understand Q's viewpoints as well. What the fuck you mean today's is what does that mean, Mike? Well, because you know, <laughs> we, we like to uh, have some understanding for Here men just as much as go. you would have for women if that sort of situation happened. We want to hold everybody on the same sort of level playing field. So I can understand why people I can understand your viewpoint. Okay. If that makes any sense. <laughs> now you all, okay. I mean, you know, you also um were going the opposite of some of what we were saying about uh Andrew Gullum, Gillum, 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 and it was right. a, that was another sort of compromising sexual sexual situation. But I understand your viewpoint. Where now I'm gonna hold this brother down. Y'all wrong for that, and, and I, I respect that. <laughs> so here you go. <laughs> so again, I'm not gonna be out here caping for Cruz about getting his nuts hang, uh, uh, nuts grab. But I can understand why some would, and I'm not mad at that. But but I have my views. I say what I say. You say what you say. <laughs> Mike, don't think I don't see all that fucking palm shade you threw my way trying to act like you understand me. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> I am not mad. <laughs> I am not mad at Terry Crews for not assaulting the guy who assaulted him. I do think it's shady how he treated Gabrielle Union. I didn't hear about the I didn't hear him say Black Lives Matter is like Black Supremacy. I didn't hear anything like that. But if he well, said it, nah, I don't... Yeah, I don't he, he has a whole Roland Martin episode about that what with, with Terry Crews on there. Okay. But hey, that's your boy. <clears throat> he didn't say he tweeted it. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, oh Lord, where are we at? Let me wrap this thing up here. Anything we forgot to? Oh, real quick, I know what I forgot to ask. Uh, let's quickly talk about the shy, real quick. I love the first two seasons of the shy, and this is the show that starred Jason Mitchell. <coughs> we call him Easy. Play Easy. Um, uh, a new comment had a bit role in that a lot of these other people they it was somewhat unknown or just kind of they were introduced to me from the shy uh but i love the first two seasons of course we talked about how they had to they had fired uh jason mitchell he has essentially been banned from all movies and tv which is unfortunate for him but he did some apparently allegedly did some dumb stuff uh tiffany boone she had played his girlfriend on the show. She wasn't, she's not on the show no more, but this new season, they had to sort of regroup and come back. And I I don't know, man, I think this news, I actually, I don't know if I'm going to continue to watch it anymore. The first two episodes, though, I think, you know, the acting was still good. And I, I, I like some of the characters and stuff. I mean, it's, it's still a lot there to appeal to me, but I just think it's, um, 
pause as I say this, is ramming down our throat. Uh, I don't know if it's the LGBT thing, but it's almost like the uh, storylines just don't seem organic. It's like it's being just sort of forced and almost shock value type of stuff that, that we didn't see in the first two seasons. Uh, you know, the first, first episode, there was like a sex scene with uh, two ladies, which cool. I'm all with, but they made a point to have the lady pull her pants down. <laughs> and she had, I didn't even catch this at first because I was so thrown off. She had a dildo on, but it was a white dildo, which I thought was very interesting. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, to repoint that yeah, out. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it was a shock thing to see the big dick come out. Eh, okay. We never, I have never seen it on regular TV or cable TV. You didn't have to show it. It didn't change the storyline, but I was like, whatever. I was like, I see what they're trying to do. And then on the second episode, uh, they added a new character uh, by, played by the actor Luke James. And even just on the storytelling aspect, his character coming into the story and who he is. It's like, okay, you're just writing in a new character, sort of replacing a character you just got rid of from last season's gangster type dude. And he has a girlfriend. Now I saw it when she first came on the screen and let me be clear. It's an attractive woman, but I could tell. And I, and I knew this because I had heard somebody say they're going to be, there's going to be a trans actor on the show. And and when they showed this uh, young lady, I guess, I was like, oh, that's a dude. Like, oh, okay, that's who that is. Okay, cool. Got it. And I'm like, okay, just and it uh and there was a scene where a dude had to tongue tongue this lady down. And I was like, that's a bold move for an actor, a black actor. You don't normally see that. Uh okay, he's he's going he's going all he's going all in. That's cool. I don't know if I would have had enough maturity to do it. But, you know, do your thing. You're doing your job. But then the characters go to like a gay bar. And I just thought the interaction, he ends up almost getting to a fight with, a, a, I guess, a gay guy or whatever. But the gay guy, in my opinion, was coming on to him heavy. like, And they were about to go to blows. And he was kind of like, I don't know why you even in this bar. This is a gay bar, you know. And dude's like, I'm not gay. And I'm like. Well, first of all, are they trying to tell us that this character doesn't know that his girlfriend is a dude, which obviously he does. And I'm just like, why are you trying? It's just the confusion of is he gay because he is with a trans woman or is that not gay? I was just like, ah, case kind of you're ramming it over the head. I just was like, I don't know, man. It's just kind of. Where's all this coming from? And then there's even a scene with the character uh, Emmett, who has been on the show the whole time. I like this character. He's a, he's a young dude. He has multiple baby mamas. He's got kids, five, six kids. He don't have no car. He's always in some sexual shit. He, he, can't, he can't keep away from the girls. And there's a scene where he goes to see Lala. The, the actor Lala's in the show now. And she doesn't know who he is. And he's knocking on her door. He has like a cooking business. And he heard that she's a neighborhood cook. Like she, and she, he wants to hire her. Granted, his business is not very successful at all. 
Yeah. He's calling Uber Eats for his food. Yeah, he's calling Uber Eats and pretends it's like that's him serving the food to the different events he has. So he goes to her, knocks on her door, and she's like, oh, I heard of you. I heard you got a big dick, though. Huh? And he's like, huh? I don't, how do I know who you are? Pull your shit out. So he pulls his dick out. It's like, who does this? Like, this character is relegated to... He has to pull his dick out to prove who he is. It just was like, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And then, like, he goes into her house, and he's trying to convince her, like, she should come work for him. When he walks in the door, she damn near got a restaurant going on in her house. Every table is full of people eating. I'm like, she's successful as fuck. What's the incentive for her to want to even fuck with this kid? And she is a grown-ass woman. And then they make a point to show you she got a fat ass. Uh, uh, this is my Al, uh, Al Pacino. A fat ass. <laughs> anyway. And they kind of in your window, like he might want to smash. Or, uh, it's like, man, this show is doing too much. And I'm just talk, touching on the things that sort of jumped out at me. There was so many plot holes because they left so many sort of cliffhangers from the last season that it picks up as if they never happened or there was some time jump that they still have not explained what happened to these other characters. So I just feel like it was a Lena, Lena Waithe is her name. She's the writer of this show. She's doing too much to the point where I don't even know if I want to watch this because I just feel like it's trying to push all of these types of uh, morality questions and things in spite of the story. And it's just not entertaining to me. I feel like you have to question every little thing that's happening because the characters are just acting super ratchet or just super ridiculous. I don't, that's how I felt about it. I don't know. Ampu, you, you've watched the show. What do you think? Yeah, they're, they're on some other stuff this, this, uh, this season. Um, whether it's you feel like they're bringing the LGBTQ agenda, I, I don't have a problem with it. It's just that the way they're introducing it just just looks silly and stupid. Like I'm just really still trying to understand why did we need to see when um, the the woman got married, she pulls down her pants. There's a dildo. Um, that and as you were pointing out with Emmett and that whole thing, the, the that whole conversation, that whole interaction. I'm just thinking like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, what? I, I look at the, just the whole scenario. What was the point? So you want, you want your audience to know, hey, Emmett is known for having a big dick. You're not showing it. So like, what are you teasing or trying to hint at? And you, to me, even further, it's like, are you trying to show how desperate Emmett is that he's willing just to whip out his dick on the middle of the street? That just, it just really just maybe just over the top and just lack total <laughs> believability and at the same time I'm looking at this whole scenario like this is just fucking stupid like why is this woman just, just oh shit damn I'm about to say what the fuck <laughs> popped off over there that's, uh, oh, that's why firecrackers that's, actually got you know, me <laughs> what was it uh, firecrackers. firecrackers. Damn. That was like South yeah. Central attacks. <laughs> but yeah, um, so my, my whole thing is I agree with a lot of the stuff that you're saying. The um, uh, Reggie's brother that come into town with his trans uh, girlfriend. I'm a, I'm fine with that that aspect. It's just that that scene in that bar where at the end of it, she gets him to apologize to the exactly. dude that's hitting on her boyfriend. Exactly. If the and I'm just looking at like, wait a minute, not go down like that. 
And I'm just looking at it like, why is he apologizing? Okay, I mean, I don't think he said anything homophobic. He wasn't out of pocket. Like, he's just like, yo, I'm I'm not gay. You're, you're still pushing up on me. I'm actually here with someone. Back the fuck off. So I don't know what Lena Waithe and her agenda is going through, um, is, is uh, going with here. But um, like, you, like you're saying, I'm feeling like you're losing me as well because I want to get back to the story. Yeah, it's to me, I, I don't put this, I'm going to go to Q next. I don't put this on the level of the wire, but I feel like it is, it could, it could have been like a wire-ish type of show. Like it's, it's like a serious show. It's not some jokey. I just feel like if I was watching the wire and all of a sudden they just started introducing you know just dumb shit. And it's like, what the fuck? This ain't even the tone of the show. That's how, that's why I have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with them being gay or none of that. It's just that the is tone, a good point. They didn't have this type of level. Yeah, the tone of it just doesn't fit. Go ahead, Q. I'm just sitting here. I have, I'm not watching this show, but I'm listening to Aunt Pooh. And if we're talking about gay or trans and lovers and this and that. I don't know why this show is a problem, but Striking Vipers was acceptable. Well, I think you can say that because you haven't seen the 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 uh, the shy before. But that's why I, that's why I brought the wire into it because I know you you've been watching the wire. But if you uh-huh. were, and and it's somewhat similar to it, it's not dealing with drug dealing, but it's very in that same kind of wheelbarrow of the wire a little bit in terms of the drama of it. And if in the wire they just all of a sudden on a, on a new season just introduced those elements, but it wasn't organically. It was almost like a shock value thing. It was like if they had. Uh, if it was uh, the Kima character actually she's in this show as a matter of well she used to be on this show she was She was. if they just had her being a gay thing and all of a sudden she pulled out a dildo or something and it was just out of left field and it's like huh and then they had uh, Idris Elba just out of nowhere like, I, I don't know who your character is but I heard you got a big dick can you pull it out and like huh like he's never been like that before why would what is this shit? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like a whole different show or something. And to reiterate what I said was I had no problem at all with the relationship. The problem I had was the scene in that bar and how they made the man feel like he did something wrong. And I'm like, I don't see. How did he do anything wrong? That's what I had a problem with. Oh, and, and let me just throw, they had this, there's another one of the lead characters, Ronnie. Uh, he, he Apparently he's homeless this season. It doesn't explain why he's homeless anymore. I, I, he wasn't homeless before, but he's with his buddies and they were, they're driving him to like the, uh, the homeless area. Now they don't know he's homeless. Right. And so when the truck pulls up and they're like, Ronnie, you didn't tell us you were homeless when they're dropping him off at home. But when the camera pulls back in the back of their truck is a shopping cart with all of Ronnie's <laughs> shit. And I'm like, how many niggas, you know, it's like, hey, can I get a ride home? Oh, can I put my shopping cart of trash in the back? Then you can try. And you don't think, what's this nigga doing with a shopping cart of trash? Of course this nigga's homeless. How did you not know? It just, it's just little shit like that. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, huh? There, there was a scene where the drug dealer dude goes off on the, the little boy who's now living with him. I'm going to go into all that. And he's wearing his shoes in the house. Nigga, don't wear them fucking shoes in my house. But he's talking to his other drug dealer dude who got fucking Timberlands on all up in the house. Like, huh? Doesn't make any sense. 
So it's just little shit that just like who who wrote this stuff? Like the the, the plot holes are ridiculous. Certain characters are just totally come on? Showtime. Uh, <laughs> it was a great show. It's a it was a, a great show. The first just like wham, but I don't know what they're doing now. They they had to get rid of Jason Mitchell's character, and I assume he did. They show him getting killed last season. <clears throat> no, they uh, they didn't show anything at all. It ended yeah. with him in the police van saying how they want to take down the big drug dealer. Right, and then it begins. He's dead. Yeah, they have a funeral for him. Like what the fuck. <laughs> Now, I'm saying like, well, maybe he's in witness protection, but you know, you never know. God damn, another one? Yeah. It's, it's, lean away, slow down. That's all I'm saying. Slow down, sis. You don't, you're doing too much. You just keep the same shit you were doing. That's what worked. And like, bring this shit in gradually, but just, I don't, it just makes no sense. I don't understand. Like, so the other producers or somebody, like the quality control, like, And the thing that like that made that scene with the dildo so interesting is that they normalized the fact that this was a lesbian couple that were raising these two kids. I didn't, you know, I didn't even think I just accepted, okay, that's the mother, that's the girlfriend. And then to me, I feel like they just like as you were saying, they went over the top and just tried to hit you over the head with it. And you know the thing about I have no problem with that relationship. Matter of fact, the 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 woman, I guess who the, the the one the girl the the the, the chick who got the married the girl she is the probably the most masculine and on point character in the show now because she that came looking for the girl disappeared she went down to that homeless spot and she was on the motherfuckers like no I'm not bullshitting where my family at I was like hell yeah that's how you're supposed to act and I just thought it was very interesting that she's actually the most uh, on point person in the show all the other black males on this show. Pure fuckery at this point. I, I don't know what happened. They got rid of Jason. Every black brother in this movie is on some fuck shit. Emmett, though, I like his character. Please, I don't know what woman is gonna get with some nigga. He ain't got no job, no car. He can't get multiple right. kids, baby mamas. He ain't got no money, but he got a big dick. So you throw all morality to the wind. The fuck out of here. Well, to be honest, I think that's kind of true to life. <laughs> some essays, <sighs> sadly. That's how, but I guess, man. That's how. That I guess. What, we, what do we say? Here's what they think of you. But, yeah. The, the other thing that we did talk on was Emmett's mom getting her groove back. Are you talking about the Queen Yolanda Ross? Yeah. Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. I gave that scene a pass. <laughs> Lord. Uh, I was not expecting that at all. I was just like, I said to like, oh, Ooh. oh, she been single. For- <laughs> then it made me actually step back. I like, why the hell was she fucking with Ronnie? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <sighs> but again, that's kind of true to life, you know. Sadly, women make some poor decisions. But the thing is, I, I thought that scene was funny, but I don't. To me, it didn't fit the tone of the show. Right. And, and what we're saying, Q, is basically there was these uh, was an older lady. She's talking to her son's baby mama. She's having problems finding a date. So the, the baby mama, young girl, is like, here, take this card. He's a masseuse. He'll get you right, girl. He's going to get you right, girl. And so he comes over knew what I was and starts going. massaging her. And he's like, want me to go a little lower? And she, and again, am I Al Pacino? She's got a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he get the massage and you already know and she there was a again it breaks the tone she turned her head and looked back at him and his shit was rock hard in his pants and she's, she she looked back what is it wait, 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 hold on hold on what is this show what is this show about exactly it's on some fuck shit right now it's, what is it what, no, what, what well, is, it's about Chicago shot. it's supposed to be it's set in Chicago and it's a just multiple, think of the wire set in the shot yeah, in Chicago it, that's essentially what it is well who are the police I'm not hearing anything has anything well, to do with crime the police dude ain't on the show no more Oh, that's they right. Got rid that of white him. dude. That's yeah, right. Yeah, a lot of yeah. the characters have just disappeared. Yeah, and the, the black cop too. They was investigating the uh, the, the robberies. Yep, disappeared. So who who are these characters? Are they? Uh, what's the show? What's the theme of the show? It sounds like it's a show about different sexual relationships. Well, it is now. Damn. Now that you, that's a damn. That's good what point, it's about Keith. now. Yeah, that's what it is now. Yeah. Before it would have it, been comparable to the wire, it, it, but this would have been about just normal people. Some are drug dealers, some are uh, entrepreneurs like Jason, um, single mothers, work, you know, a guy who was a vet. All these people that live in the Chicago uh, hood type area. It was a really good show, but now it's on yeah. some. Like I said, she now, actually, back, it's like what Q just said a bunch of people having sexual yeah. situations. And, and, and so the thing was. She has ends up having sex with this masseuse dude, a young dude, blow her back out, whatever. He comes back then. He's going downstairs getting ready to leave. And here come Emmett, who is the son of this lady. He's like, hey, what's up, Playboy? You know, I'm paraphrasing. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, you doing? Yeah, I'm still doing my masseuse thing. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm dicking him down. Oh, you, you, that's right. Nigga. Oh, man. You should do it too, man. This would be perfect for you because that's all you about. Is, he said, oh, you're right. He's like, well, yeah, I'm just leaving the client. Oh, word? Where? You're in front of my house. Oh, yeah, I was upstairs in apartment two. Look at my mom living in apartment two. Oh, my bad, nigga, I gotta run. Oh, I was like, get the fuck out of here. was so, so silly. Hey, well, this, I'm looking at this. Uh, this is one guy, light skinned guy. I don't know what his name guy. is. Well, in this picture, it's him. Who I think is Yolanda. Maybe he's not on the shot. I don't know. There's a picture I'm looking at with Jaden Smith, Yolanda Ross, and his light skin. It looks like the guy that was in that last uh, Pokemon. I see, the, film. I see the picture. Neither one of those are in the shot, but but she is oh, for sure. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy from the Get Down. Yeah, I can't stand. Is that the guy that was in? Um, he's in Jurassic Park. He's in a yeah, lot I can't of shit. Stand, I can't stand him. Yeah, he came up, but yeah, look, look, yeah, that that's the queen in the middle, boy. Woo. Because of the mm -hmm. ass. Cause of it all, the melon, all of it. I'll take it all. She looks like Al Angela. She reminds me of Angela Bassett. I can see how you say that, but she. There's a, pic, there's a picture of her bad. standing next to Angela Bassett. And they look like they're related. Yeah, she bad. She's whew, she's old. Right? She is fine as a mother. She's was she the? No, that's not her. I was thinking she was the one that was in Black Lightning. Played, she's been uh, on a lot of things, actually, just like TV type stuff. She's been a lot of little things. Oh, she was in Tremaine too, as well. But yeah, she's. Whew. They let her show. She let it all, letting them thing out. You know, she's she's definitely yammed up, as they say, <laughs> to the max. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be over here quiet. I ain't yeah, say I got you. They actually showed her ass on the show. Uh, for the well, well, yeah, enough for me. I... Well, can I just tell you one thing? I'm, I'm not to take it another direction, but uh, I was watching the wire. I'm still watching the wire, and there was a scene where uh, your girl Kima, 
It was mm-hmm. a sex scene with her and what I thought was her wife that had the kid. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, hold up. Uh-uh, uh-uh. That's not the same woman I remember. And I must have rewound that five times. You know, I guess she was, they didn't say it, but she's cheating or she stepped out mm. on the marriage. And I'm like, she's fine. Nah. Mm-hmm. Who, Kima? Yeah. I'm going to say she's fine. I'm going to say she's Kima and the, and the woman, they broke up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't remember them saying specifically that she was, was creeping out. But there was a scene with her with a, uh, an actress that had some big ass titties and a fat ass. <laughs> and I was like, was that the woman that had the kid? Hmm. And I was like, oh, no, no. Okay, Kima, she's 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 out. She's done. Okay. Hey. You got you to got, you got get right. <laughs> Well, she she traded up. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so the shy man. I don't know. I don't know. I might give it one more episode. When do they come out? Is it Sundays or Tuesdays? yep, Sundays? Sunday. Yeah, I might try. Something about yeah. Lena Waithe. I don't know. Something about Lena Waithe. I just don't like her. I don't know what it is. I just something about her rubs me the wrong way. Pause. <laughs> Well, I think if you do some Googles, um, she she's kind of oh, one thing that she got in trouble with lately is that I think she was talking about how she's not your typical black creative. She studied Scorsese and Spielberg and some mm. of the others. And people were looking at her like, Stop OK, you're, you're in the film business. You that should be a given. And then they said, how come you ain't naming like Spike Lee and uh, some of these other great black directors, John Singleton and so forth? Well, what did she say? No, well, she doesn't respond to it. There was, there was some of the pushback that people were tweeting and writing stories about her. But that, that's kind of that's where I was like, OK, I, I don't know if I want to fuck with Lena Waithe either, because that just seems so pick me ish, uh, white daddy, white mommy ish. Like I said, I give her credit for the first two seasons. I thought they were really good. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't necessarily a fan of Queen and Sh- Slim. I don't know. Maybe what that's one of the reasons I don't like her because all the stuff I heard about that movie, I just don't want to fuck with it. Have you seen that one yet? You need to see it. You need. To see on, it. I don't know if you need to see it, but uh. based on what you said, Mike, I'm like I, I don't think I need to see it. It sounds stupid. First off, yeah, I don't. I, I don't actually recommend. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's terrible. But it's just I'm cool, man. I after I finished watching, Actually, I was like, this, this that, that was kind of the template for this season of The Shy. Honestly, if you think about it, kind of is. Yeah, I know I'm gonna get the smoke. Yeah, they even had the the trans uh, the trans uh, hooker. That's true. That Bokeem was with. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's true. Bokeem Woodbine is in this. No, in yes. the Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. Oh, 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 oh. Go ahead, Q. Nah, well, <laughs> I'm not trying to start no shit. Here you go. But if somebody said they like coffee and Kareem, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> huh? What was that movie? He's, coffee. He's taking, a sh- he's taking a shot at me. Coffee and Kareem on Netflix. Oh, ha. I'm sorry. Did you, oh. did, hold up, Mr. Michael Jones. Did you watch it? Fuck no. Damn. Okay. So, <laughs> how you got your chest all out? <laughs> are you puffing up? <laughs> I mean, I can smell bullshit a mile away before I step in it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you still watching Bill Maher? Wow. Yeah, well, he's got something. He's got he's got something to offer. <laughs> Let me sit back. <laughs> he got something to offer. I'm like, 
Damn, I was hoping a better reaction from Dean, but damn. Just leave me up. I'm eating eat my popcorn. Y'all go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say, but what go f- off. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> God damn, I to back away from the... <laughs> Mike, and Mike, is it the caramel, caramel flavor? I love that Hilarious. shit. Hilarious. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Just over Redenbacher. Nah, he looked too much like the colonel. Wow. Here Can't we go. Fuck with they got to change his image too now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of which, do you think they're going to change the name of the Redskins? Actually, I think like they will, man. I think they will. I don't see how nah, they can justify out, it personally. He put out a letter talking about we're thinking about it. That means well, right, fucking yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool and all, but I mean, when you got FedEx and Nike saying we don't want to fuck with you unless you change that name. I mean, you kind of, you're going to draw the line in the sand and lose money. And then at some point, I, I really, I, I know I shouldn't have faith in the NFL, but I just think at some point they're going to say, yo, this ain't working. Let's just get our bag. Change the fucking name. They're going to still come. Yeah. I don't, to me, it, it, at this point, it's just well, they should, purely, They're going to get rid of the Redskins. They got to go ahead. I was gonna say they need to get rid of that tomahawk chop too. From the is it the um Chiefs what's the team that does the, the chop? I forget what it right. The Seminoles, the Florida State, the KC Chiefs, and the Atlanta Braves. Hmm. Gotta get that shit out of there too. But I mean, and people keep making this point like <laughs> Like with Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima, I'm like, who the fuck is asking for this shit? It's like, why are y'all going? Somebody put up this post. It's like, y'all giving us everything except what we want accountability for police brutality. And it's oh, like, oh. that's nice and all, but that ain't what we want. Half of us don't care. Well, I, I know what you guys really want. Uh, Here we go. What the, you got, Mike? The NFL, and they're going to start the games with Lift Every Voice <laughs> now, right? I was going to say that. <laughs> lift Every Voice and sing. Who thought of that? Like, is that the, is this going to be playing into the, isn't the Biden thing called Lift Every Voice? Yep. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's going to be tied into it. Like, No. Have Biden no. sing it. How about that? Uh, as I, as I well, posted before, this is what Jay Z did with his seat at the table. Wow! Have him play. I know what we can do. Why don't we have him start the game with a Negro spiritual? Sorry, I sound like Urkel. <laughs> yeah, we. See, no, what it is, it's the same people. The same people came up with this. Is the people who came up with what was it, almost a decade ago now? Uh, they're gonna have a formal uh, burial for the N word. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. But about I'll, that. I'll be honest with you. Wait a minute, wasn't that Al Sharpton? Yeah, it was. Wow, well, I hope he guess it got resurrected. <laughs> wow. Now I'll be honest with you. When I heard about this lift every voice, I felt good about it because I was like, well, it'll it'll introduce that anthem to a whole new uh, uh group of people. And then some football player said, I forget who was it. It was someone on CNN, a commentator. He basically said, fuck that. Get, I don't need a fucking song. I'm like, damn, okay, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at that. Like, what is, what, what's the point? What are you trying to achieve here? Nobody has been clamoring for Placating you niggas. Wow. How about we do the, um, can we have them sing the intro to the, or the outro to the Jeffersons? Stop it, Mike. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> 
Nah, Mike, stop. Now, if they wanted to get me on board, they should have said, we're going to play Fuck the Police. Then you might have got my attention. Yeah, that's like that, that. Here's what they think about. That's the here's the think about you of the week right there, though. Yeah, just have them sing a Negro spiritual. Is that better? <laughs> that better? <sighs> I can't wait. And to you see know it's going to be black like, folks. Are they going to get not, Mary J to sing it? Get Mary J. Blige? You know, yeah, you know what they're going to do? Stop it, She sang the Hillary, remember? I know. <laughs> I know. Leave her alone. She made a mistake. Damn. <laughs> One mistake. Can she? Can we let her go? Nah, man. No, that was some no. bullshit. After the chicken, or was it Burger King or chicken? Thing? Yeah, it was McDonald's. It was a crispy, crispy chi- chicken. Nothing wrong lettuce. with that. Nothing wow. wrong with that. Nothing man, wrong with that. They right with it either. Nothing wrong with. She's trying to get a bag too. They had white folks singing about chicken too. Wow. Knock it off. Knock go. it off. It's like I have no problem with her singing. Uh, for a Burger King commercial, but she literally was singing for fried chicken. Come on, man. What, what was wrong Ooh. with that? Why, why you play that, Mike? Trying to clown him for Ooh. saying that, too. And just to see the, the look on Hillary Clinton's face, she's just like, uh, am I supposed to do something? Oh. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. Leave Mary alone. Man, what's going on with your people, kid? Leave Mary alone. She didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> just that, was a ba- that was a bad look. <sighs> she just got the spirit. She, the she spirit, the spirit. Oh, that's okay. why I don't oh, oh, that's what it was? Holy Spirit? <laughs> well, I guess when they they see that and they're like, "Yeah, I had no problem with her singing about no problem with singing about chicken." Damn, why are y'all so? I have no problem with that. I'm sure you do. We got a bucket coming for you. Oh, what's that supposed? Hold up. <laughs> what? Okay, my <laughs> <laughs> said you have no problem. I said, I'm sure you don't. I don't. Why can't Why can't she get a bag talking about some chicken wrap? It wasn't. Fried. She went like MC Hammer, throwing shit in the air and, and popping it in her mouth. Well, it was fried chicken because we assume yeah. better for her. That's why her, we like her, fried chicken. What's I, wrong we, with right? Like, but we can't. assume that she's higher than that. That'd be like if if I saw I don't know, B- B- uh, Beyonce singing about chicken standing on the <laughs> counter. I'm like you better than that, sis. Yeah, what the hell? Why are you is doing? she better than that? Because Mary J. Blige, man, she's the queen of R and B soul. She she can't get a bag. She can get oh a bag, but she ain't got to get again. There's work at she the post office. Got some fried chicken. <laughs> okay, if she was, hold on. I if mean, she was hammer. Hammer didn't rap about fried chicken. He just did. There just dancing, buck dancing. Something just buck dancing. Oh stop! <laughs> now, if she was in the middle of a field talking about plump watermelon, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's then, no watermelon brand. I'm saying if she were. 
Damn. Okay, and just as bad to me. If on the level in the game, how long she been in the game? That's the last place I thought she would have to get a bag from. Slanging chicken. Okay, my. Just like if I see, now I'm not saying she's Prince, but if I had Prince up there singing about chicken wings, I know I'm just saying, but still, in her generation, she's the higher echelon of the game. She is not Prince. That's all I'm gonna say. Right, but I'm saying I'm not saying she has said in terms of her relevance in the culture and particularly her time frame, she would be up there. She's the upper echelon. She should not be singing for chicken. What is wrong with singing for chicken? Nothing. If you're if you're just like if Aretha Franklin was up there, I wouldn't want her singing for chicken. You didn't answer my question. I just said nothing. I just said then what's the in problem? terms of because I just said she's bet we perceive her as better than that. When you have a brand and they're like, oh, okay, uh, what can I say? It was a Mercedes and and they had it in some fucking uh hood or something that was toward and they had like uh Nestle quick decals on it when they man, you really did uh nigger rich that car up. Yeah, but it's a Mercedes though. Oh, we see it better than that. I have no that. idea what you're talking about. You never right seen now. when when cats have all them big brands all over the car with the super rims on them. Like, man, you just made that Mercedes. That look like some bullshit. No, I mean no, that's 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 pimped out, nigga. Uh, but that's not the brand. It's better than What's that. that man. And that's what I'm me. trying to say. Well, I understand. I lost you. But for the listeners, it would be like if you took something that was a high value and you devalue it by putting on something that perception-wise, seems like it's a lesser value. It's but not I, okay. the fact that we have a problem with singing chicken. It's the fact that we have Mary J. Blige singing it, which is the problem that we saw. I know good and well, and I, I can't speak Which is why she was clowned. Which is, I know good and well I've, I've said something similar about certain uh, stars, actors, singers, doing things that I thought were beneath them, and y'all was like, wow, it's, they're getting that bag. Why, you, you can't get the bag? Wow, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't well, make I mean, that give money. Give us an example. Give us an example. I will. I can't think of any right now, but I know we've had that conversation. So, I know we've had well, that conversation. I know we've had that conversation, but it'd be specific to was it something that seemed as devalued to them? I well, you say you say saying that my chicken is devaluing. To to a person of her statue, yes. Now, I, if you I were talking it. about a star, I don't know if I say it was Denzel and he was in a commercial uh slanging Pop Tarts. I would say, yeah, you, you shouldn't be in that commercial singing pop charts. You dig? He's bigger than that. Is he getting the bag? Yeah, I would agree. He don't need to get well, that bag, though. They said the divide. That's what I'm saying. They do lots of things over that don't come over here. Right, but, but I'm talking about over here, though. But I'm talking about over here. Now, if we didn't see that why, shit why, and it was why, over why there, why you pump it up then, again? Because that's what I do. Because that's what I do. That's what I do. Now here we go. That's what I do, nigga. No, that's when I was really. <laughs> wow. Oh, hilarious. And you know, go with your black ass, go, go get a Popeye's chicken sandwich tonight. I never had one of those before, so no. I will get a three piece. And a biscuit. biscuit. And, a, and a biscuit. <laughs> with the Mike, strawberry pie. That, that chicken sandwich is dope. The, what's that? The chicken sandwich is dope. You I just never it. had one. Yeah, I, I, told, I always forget if they ever have it. So. Get it with get it with a side of coleslaw. coleslaw oh, and put I, that hate, I, I, I can't stand coleslaw. I get the red beans, uh, spicy rice, or what's it? Cajun rice. Cajun rice. No, but I'm saying, if you get the coleslaw and put it on the sandwich, it takes it to another level. Okay. Well, I guess I like the biscuit with the butter. Okay. And but Mary J can't sing. Well, because I'm not saying Mary J can't Mary J, sing about this shit. I'm not Mary J now. If Popeye is one of the sponsors of this show, you should I'll be fit. like, yes, sir, boss. Now, y'all need to go down to Popeye's.com. 
shop and get your order your bucket full of chicken and put in the coupon code podcast juice and give you ten percent off. Now y'all come on down here. You can even get delivered. Mike, you should consider yourself as important and as oh, Mary J. I can I can consider myself, but ain't nobody gonna bat an eye if I do that shit. Wow, that's a, like, just that's a, a differentiation. Just okay. another coon. Well, we can't be great. Okay, <laughs> I'll be great. I'll be counting my money. I know you'll be the first, Mike. Huh? I like you to a piece of that deal. With <laughs> I'm like, well, Q. The only way they gonna they said they they pay you guys is if you had to be on camera biting into a chicken wing. You want to do that? Hell yeah! <laughs> and you gotta have your lips greasy. You gotta stop, grease stop. <laughs> with with a mega hat. Wow! No, nah, I don't know. See, nah, you draw the line. You get that uh, bag. See, you get that bag. It, it was working, and you you had to do that and just ruin the whole vibe. <laughs> I mean, I was going along, but but then that was like out of nowhere. <laughs> Ain't nobody talking about no Trump. Not singing no fried chicken. <laughs> now that's pushing. Now that would be pushing the line if that's what Mary J was doing. I like chicken. I don't like Trump. Do the math. See, there you go. <laughs> I love me some fried chicken. And what I'm if she black, was singing, singing to Trump. Living a building a wall. Mega Mike, I already said that she <laughs> she missed that was a misstep singing to oh, Hillary okay. Clinton. Okay. I already sorry. said that. What if she sang to Hillary Clinton, but it was sponsored by Popeye and she had a bucket of chicken in her hand while she was singing? Uh-uh. No, uh, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> Here's a wing, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she right. got to sing. She got to sing. Uh, she uh, got to sing something about the hot sauce, doesn't she? Oh, oh, see, there you go. Hillary would have the hot sauce. She pulled the hot sauce out. They, she could have played that all. They could have all no, got Hillary, a bag. They could have got a bag. Hillary should have been singing about hot sauce to her, to Mary. Interesting. Well, I think she was going to do that. He'll do that with uh, Rolling. Leave Rolling. Y'all killing. <laughs> What the fuck do you not like about Roland? I, I didn't say I like it. Just because like he danced. Just he, okay. Just because he, he danced one time. Just because he He danced man. one time. He's never done it again. Was that a good look? No, you, you know that for a fact? I'm sure he has. Well, remember Q, just because you haven't seen it, it don't mean he didn't do it before. <laughs> but let me ask you this, Q. Was that, uh, a good, was that a good look for him, Q? No, it... Uh, okay, listen. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. Right. Like I remember years ago, I was on a shoot with uh, uh it was a black uh who was it for? It was this company called Strongbox Production, two brothers that I used to work with at uh black advertising industry. They were trying to do a documentary. And we had a white guy on the crew, and they was talking about how I sing, and I try to sing like Michael Jackson. Oh, and the guy asked me to sing. They asked me to sing something. The brothers and sisters asked me to sing something, <clears throat> and I did. And then the white dude asked me, "Oh, do you sing Billie Jean? <laughs> I, I can sing that. Oh, can I hear it? No. <laughs> what? Why? How come you couldn't Stop. sing for him? You know you were singing. You know you were What? What is that? Well, how's that go, Mike? Is that, is that the is that the remix version? Q is doing a doing the steps and the pedal. Mike, stop! <laughs> Sound like you on the next episode of The Shy. Stop it! Stop oh, it! Oh, here you go. <laughs> that went funny style, left. Oh, no, nah, that was a bad. I don't. I don't believe in dancing or singing unless you in a, unless you on the stage or on a show. Well, or Roland was on a, the stage. He was on the stage. 
Are you know, see, see, okay. <laughs> the stage had nothing to do with singing and dancing. Well, the first part it didn't, but then now if a white person wants to dance, you know, I might join in. Uh, there you go. Wow. There you go. <laughs> All right, so who's gonna do the electric side? Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Johnson, he's gonna start it off cue and then finish it. Like, should, let me show you how to do it. Hashtag Dimitri, hashtag Dimitri. You said you'd be out. <laughs> What? What's Dimitri got to do with this? Uh, you said, I, let's see here. Nick Simon strikes again. <laughs> jam. You remember that show? <laughs> oh, jam. Hillary, Hillary, <laughs> I can see it now. As we get closer to November and Biden, we, we got to lock down that black vote. Uh, hooked up with Timberland and uh, Swiss Beats. I'm going to do a versus, but I'm going to have Teddy Riley. Biden. Oh, Biden. <laughs> I'm bringing Joe. Oh, there you Joe. Go. Yep. I'm, we got. <laughs> I can already see it. Just like how uh, Public Enemy had that little concert thing with. Uh, What's that dude's name? White dude, old dude. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. They're going a uh, guy reunited for a fundraiser for uh, Joe Biden campaign. Aaron Hall got put out the group. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the poster got, got poster got Biden standing in front of the classic uh, guy cover like he's a part of it. Or something. Oh man, <laughs> let me stop. All right, well, I think we're getting too silly. We will wrap this thing up. Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you enjoyed this. Uh, Q-Storm, where can they find you online, sir? Well, I've been so busy, I haven't really been online, but you can find me at uh, getfirstlevel.com. You can find old uh, movie reviews at real, R-E-E-L, Q-Storm. Check me out on uh, uscca.com. And if you want some protection, give me a call. Uh, and you can find me as uh, part of the Red Shirts. We're going to try to get a show off the ground. I want to record a show today, but my man Big Sexy and Craig J, well, we have family. I'm like, I do too. Just give me an hour. Damn, what's up? So, Red Shirts, 1701, online. All right. And Pooh. Me? I ain't got shit. Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram at Pooh. All right. Pooh. Uh, I was gonna say a joke, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm give you. I'm gonna star you out. I'm gonna star you out because they 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 tried to come for me about that too. I think you did see that. Matter of fact, I know you saw it because you commented. What are you talking about? Hold on. What are you talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it alone. We'll leave it alone. Wow. Because I don't want to say something slick about somebody because I know they'll take it the wrong way. And um, you know they will. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. Listen, uh, check us out at podcastjuice.net. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. So um, wait, Mike, did you like <laughs> spill some tea and catch it in the cup before it hit the ground or something? Is that what you're trying to do? Nah, man. He just he's having a good laugh over there. That's all. He's 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 funny. Um check us out. Oh, check out our Patreon page. Uh, you can get exclusives over there and just help support the show. Listen, I'm gonna get up out of here. Work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.